You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way Cause it's been one of those days You know exactly who's here and why. Do you want to hear about something from the dinosaur era? You could have a baby in that time, prematurely. The numbers are there, but the math doesn't add up. You can't turn off a faucet. You got it again, boss. You're great. You're golden. Let's go. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo 
Hello, everybody. That's the second uh, show in a row where the double beep has happened. And, we're, you know, we're, we're, I'll get to the bottom of it. I will get to the bottom of it. Welcome in, everybody. Episode 3123, 22 is the episode number. And uh, we're happy to, uh, to be there. I'm so excited. about very, I'm going to tell you guys something. Uh, 3123 is a one for the books. So I'm already excited about that particular <laughs> one. Couldn't tell you it was booked on that for a million dollars. What I could tell you is traffic on the way in today was a, a disaster. Uh, not only around my house, but then getting close to the... Uh, the Ventura on-ramp was closed. Do you blame the wind? I do blame the wind. I blame the wind for what's happening on at uh, the closure on Ventura Boulevard because I believe that the uh, some trees and prawns were in the way. I also think that... Uh, shrimp? Shrimp? Shrimp prawns, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the word I wanted to say? Prawns? Fra- prawns. Fronds. Yeah. 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 Very close. Yeah, a German guy was out there. Um, Hans and Franz. Uh, oh, there's got to be a Muppets bit in there somewhere. Uh, there doesn't have to be. Uh, but what I really think is happening there at the corner of Ventura and uh, that on ramp that's Sepulveda and Ventura is I, I believe that there's protesting the closure of the Regal Beagle. The uh, they're they're protesting it. No, I just I'm uh, making that up. I just assume that because because Garen would be there if they were doing that. Maybe you should start it. <laughs> my hope is that amc sweeps in there and we we all have hopes and dreams garen that's one of them up. certainly now my I, I guess what i'm curious about and we'll talk about it the bigger picture of motion pictures not just this one is they're closing 39 theaters the regal beagles mm-hmm. uh why the sherman oaks one because everybody i know that if i say uh because i was at a, a function in sherman oaks on um uh Saturday, where we did, nobody felt the earthquake. So if you overreacted to it, that's on you. Um, the, I was on the toilet at the time. Um, okay. may, may not have been the earthquake then. It may not have been. It's hard not to feel responsible. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, nobody at the, at any rate, uh, everybody there from the area, the valley and so far, all, not devastated, but upset that they're closing that one. So mm-hmm. why is that one of the 39? How could how can a movie theater in Sherman Oaks, California, not be profitable not even profitable. How could it not be okay when others are... Oh, I thought the whole chain was going down. It's not... 39. That's odd. They've It'll, declared bankruptcy and 39 have closed. I, I don't have high hopes that they're going to be around. I've just told the Garen, who's got digestive issues and he can't get out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't... Uh, he's got he's got the inside line, apparently. Yeah. To, uh, to the Regal Bagel. I canceled my membership with them. Do you think and, that's what did it? Well, they said, <laughs> "Holy like, shit, cockerel's out, guys, he's uh, out." Fold it. They told me Boss. they aren't closing that theater. Wait, what? They said this theater's not closing. It's on the list. I sent them links saying, "Look at here's four articles saying it absolutely is closing." So why are you telling me it's not? They haven't answered yet. I'll keep you posted. Let me but, ask you though. So why why cancel it in advance? Why not why not cancel it like the day they close? Because I'm trying to get my money back for the but you can get, couldn't you get your money back on that day and go look you guys uh, you, you closed my location that they're playing games that's what this whole thing's about they're not admitting they're going to close it so they won't refund me because it's going to end before it's going to close before my membership would have expired when does it close Karen they said mid February mm-hmm. that's what the talk is valentine's probably the 15th let's get that valentine's day <laughs> yeah. sure and close down. one last shot we'll show yeah. that gary marshall movie we'll that, no. right. <laughs> so but wait a minute i i have a, a very uninformed theory i don't know anything about stocks or business or anything like that but um do you think they said they were closing these theaters uh to sort of try to juice their stock value a little bit and then they're actually not going to close that one like they are going to close some but they were like look we're closing these 
and then maybe they maybe they're maybe they're bluffing. I guess is what I'm saying. I, I don't know. You think the you think the the Beagle the, the Regal family is uh, <laughs> well. Once they hear the, once they hear us talking about it, they're gonna be like, oh my god, we upset yeah, we the kings of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, it is a reminder for all you young podcasters. Please do send me an email asking me if you could podcast. <laughs> That's a reminder. Yeah, um, there needs to be some system in place, and that is the system. It seems like I'm the guy to go to. I yeah. think I should be the I should be the gatekeeper on something. <laughs> Wow. Um, uh, well, Garen, I wish you a lot of luck finding a new movie theater. I, I, I know you've got high hopes that AMC moves in there. I know that's the word on the street in Van Nuys. Van Nuys. Well, there's no... What you're saying makes sense. I, right? Because there's no theaters in this vicinity anymore. And it's a... Sherman, not where you live. You live in a shithole. But <laughs> but Sherman Oaks in general and Encino and... It's an, it's, a, it's an affluent area. Absolutely. So how... how everybody stopped going to the movies? I, the only thing I could say about that particular, because I, I was about to say that's a great location, that, like the, mm. you're crazy not to it, but it kind of isn't a great location. The, the, it's an it's an annoying. It's a great location. It's an annoying venue. Yes, the because parking, the parking's the, annoying. In and out's annoying. Yeah, not the hamburger. The actual in and out right. office of the parking. Yeah, it it's kind of it's kind of a hassle with nothing supporting it. You know, like. There used to be well now there's just it's almost all restaurants at this point. Like, but they are good they are destination restaurants. They are yeah, that's that's fair, but it just feels like when they took the mall out when I was like what, the late nineties or something? Yeah. And then they just put that weird amorphous it's like an outdoor thing with like maybe thirteen like what do they call that? Lots or uh, storefronts. storefronts. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of, and a lot of office. Yeah. But it, but like you have By to, that I mean, you know, the office ladies doing the podcast there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got Go Kevin ahead. spilling his chili all over Kevin. the place. Kevin was at the, uh, and I know you, I know you're making a very valid point, uh, or just rambling it's to try important. to find it. One of the two. <laughs> it's important. Uh, Kevin uh, was a part of the LPGA uh, celebrity uh, golf thing this week. Uh, oh. I don't know how he did. Um, looks like he's an okay golfer. Okay. Go right ahead. I'll, I'll talk more about that all later. Right. But since you brought him. Well, up. so like what we were saying is like when it's a mall, you could go to the mall like other theaters are in a mall and you like do some stuff. We're and, talking about the, to your point, yeah. we're talking about the mall that was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. And that, and that movie, literally that movie theater. The Sherman Oaks Gallery. Yeah. And people would go to that movie theater, yes. myself included. Right. Uh, not just for nostalgia reasons, but we yeah. went there because it was, hey, let's go to there. Then we'll go to the food court. And then yeah. we'll go, we'll, yeah. Right. And so like when a, when a movie theater is in a mall, it's kind of like, well, you park wherever you park and then you maybe do some shopping, you eat and then you go to the movies or you vice versa. But this one, there's really nothing else. Like you could say, I'm going to eat dinner, but there's like, there's nothing drawing you to that location but other the, than the movie theater, which is three stories up at the far end, yeah. av- the opposite side of the parking lot, you got to go through. You got to walk through a wind tunnel. Yeah. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go up three levels to get to it. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. That uh, uh, I mean, there is that shoe store. So <laughs> gonna say, let's not dismiss shoe, shoe pavilion. Uh, uh, DSW. DSW. Oh, yeah. right. And Just then let's not dismiss wear. the. Uh, there's some weird skin laser place in there as well and maybe a dentist a dentist <laughs> and, so then, awkward. and then the gym i think the there's gym. an la fitness oh, right. or a crunch or yeah 24 hour 24 hour okay so there's uh there is some there is some stuff there but you, you don't go let's hit the gym and see a movie no like you're not no, let's like, clean the teeth and i'm see gonna a go movie. get my teeth whitened yeah. and then go see uh i'm gonna go get my tattoo lasered off and then go see uh, <laughs> uh avatar so uh 
Anyway, it's happening all over the world. Uh, the, the movie theaters are closing. Thirty-nine of them. Uh, they, I'm just trying to make it so it's not we're not just talking about a block and a half away from here for thirty minutes. <laughs> I just want to. I, I think you know there was that giant furniture store that was there, mm-hmm. which is also a weird thing to be right there. Weird choice of, uh, but that you know, there was the other place. Uh, the West Side Pavilion had the furniture store and a movie theater yeah. combo as well. Right. And some. And by the way, we, we, I bought furniture from both those places <laughs> because of just that reason. Hey, we're early. Let's walk around the furniture store. <laughs> let's go get a couch. Hey, we'll buy that. <laughs> or hey, uh, let's walk the popcorn off a little bit and let's look at the. Uh, mm-hmm. And I. That's my. To your point too. Like uh, I, I. Dinner to movies rough for me because. That's just that's a lot of food. Uh, it also reminds you of the, the you know the earlier in your career when you when I would guest star on Pogo Martin. Yeah, show. and then you don't want to be reminded of when Paul was better than you. Uh, there was a window there. There was a window there. Uh, luckily, I won, and he knows it, and I remind him of it on a regular basis. Uh, remember when I had to borrow money from you? That's what I say to him. Oh my god! And, I, and he goes, uh, Yeah. And I, and I remember when I paid you back double because I'm flush now, asshole. They, uh, he and his ex-wife, Carla, by the way, and I mean this is very sincerely, uh, uh, were lifesavers at mm-hmm. a time where I was uh, struggling and thinking about moving back to Michigan. And um, uh, That seems like a bad idea, though. Yeah. Since I, you were never from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to move back to that area. Because, Fresh start. Uh, yeah, I was making reference to Gary <laughs> And then uh, I had some friends that uh, luckily uh, supported me. Your friend Steve Iatt lives in Michigan. You could have uh, moved in with him and yeah. leached off him instead of Carla and right. Paul. Do you know who wouldn't want that? Steve, Steve Iatt. Yeah, Steve's, uh, Steve's uh, very much a loner. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, he's with his lady friend that he's been with for you know, mm-hmm. 30 years or something. Okay. Now, but um, he's very much a, uh, uh, I guess, the same way that I am, or Elliot is. You know, yeah. just, uh, you know, just a lone wolf out there in the world just trying to get by. <laughs> Here's what I was going to propose, because yeah. I think this would help everything. We're talking yeah. about the Regal Beagle? Yeah. What that, that, where the furniture store used to be, which mm-hmm. was humongous. Big, it's big it's furniture. huge. Two story. It, you need to put... Uh, and I know this is, doesn't exist anymore, but whatever, like if a record store was there and it's, that's right on the corner of Ventura and Sepulveda, yeah, Sepulveda yeah. huge intersection in Los Angeles. If there was a big magnet retail store right there, but what, but you know, what would it be? Because I, I'm with you in the old days, it would have been a record. You put store. a Virgin records yeah. or a tower records in there. It was a tower records. In there. Shut it. We're talking over here, Garen. <laughs> Wait, that was a tower. Yeah, yeah. that was a tower. I forgot that. Yeah, it was a tower, and it uh, it closed along when yeah, it closed yeah. all the towers. So it, yeah, to your point though, that that was great. You'd go yeah, that's there. That's why I thought that. Yeah, uh, but it's like you get one floor is the records, second floor is the movie, yeah. DVD stuff. That's what, and then then there's a reason to like you know, kind of uh, shop around, like look around and just kill some time while you're waiting for your movie to start. Or Agreed. Whatever. I'm I'm what you're. It look, brings you're, people in. Absolutely. You're talking about the good old days. Yeah, but that's what we used to do every weekend: tower records and then the movies. Yeah, that was. I'm, I'm with you, man. Those were the good old days. These are the good old. Who is it? Uh, I'm not. I didn't get any the of the. Good old I got the words right. I didn't get any of the tune right. Weirdly, I want to say it's Adam Sandler. <laughs> the good old days. I could tell you it's not. Didn't Adam Sandler do a song like that? Or maybe he just covered it. He did medium pace. You're thinking of medium yeah. pace. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, which may be one of the hardest I've ever. I, it, I, I, when I was, I, I was literally shocked by that song. Yeah, it, humorously, I mean, like yes. it, it, it caught me off. I, I was like, "This is fucking," and then laughed like an idiot. Yeah, if you don't know it, it's it's at the end of a very silly album of sketches and songs, and then here comes this song that sounds like a love song, and I think the f- uh, 
first line or, or after after a little bit of build up he says spit on your hand and stroke my cock at a medium pace <laughs> and then I, I believe at some point the shampoo bottle gets yeah, involved yeah shove a shampoo bottle up my yeah, ass at a medium pace <laughs> that was the one that caught me off guard yeah I just, uh, <laughs> laughed and uh and i you know you said it on this show and i don't disagree with you if there was a, if if i was at a different era uh or different uh, uh location in the in the world mm-hmm. uh sandler me and spade would be friends yes. like there's just there's just no question yep there's uh, the silliness is all there. The mm-hmm. the music taste is all there. Absolutely. Um, I, I, what I'm saying is I could be the white chick. Is that the name of the movie? <laughs> no. no. What's the what's the, the the hot chick? What's the Rob Schneider movie? Oh uh, yeah. Is it the hot chick? Because white the chick is the, 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 the Wayans brothers. Yeah. White, white chicks is the Wayans brothers. Yeah. It's it's, it's the, hot the hot chick. chick I think. Yeah. I'm, I, I bet you that holds up. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's great? When did, when did that stop holding up? Like as. Uh, the, uh, the the theater gets just a little bit darker, so the movie can start. And yeah. Go, oh, this thing's already dated. No, I think even the trailer was like disappointing people before the yeah. movie was out. Jesus Christ, did that look awful? Yeah. I can't think of a. There's not a single good Rob Schneider vehicle, right? Is there, not that I know. Because they're like even people you don't like, you go, well, you know what? This isn't that bad. Yeah. But no, right? I think the last time I enjoyed him was Tiny Elvis. Hundred <laughs> percent agree with you. Or maybe I did like I thought the copy guy was funny. Like they did it Once. way too many times. Yeah. Like I was back in the era when SNL would be like, oh, you like that? Here's 17 more. Uh, speaking of SNL, did you see it over the weekend? I did. I very much enjoyed a lot Me of too, it. Yeah. I, I would say 90, 85 to 90% of it. Yeah, I mean, I might I might, I might, might call it hit or miss if I was in a, a mood. Like, uh, I thought there were some things that missed. Oh, but, I think it hit missed. But it, but the stuff that hit, I really enjoyed. I thought the news was on fire. I mm-hmm. thought that uh, the, the, both, uh, both of them had solid jokes. Yeah. Like, laugh out loud jokes. Are they doing it so that they, they don't know what the jokes coming are? That's how Colin just acts. Yeah, because it seems like he has no. <laughs> yeah. He acts like he's never seen the show before. But, that's but, impossible. But to your point, but, but but we know they do a five o'clock dress rehearsal. Yes, there's a dress rehearsal. So he knows. He's also one of the writers, <laughs> right? So he knows them. Yeah. But but he's great at being surprised yeah, by them, or just being like he's kind of disavowing them as he's like. Yeah, but I love it. Like, I, I, the idea is like he act. You know, it used to be when they would do the joke swap bit. Yeah. Where he then you you could you could guess or you could believe that they didn't know what they were going to see, um, which maybe is also not they true. Might also be bullshit. Yeah. But but at least they played it like that. But now he's acting like they're it's all, that like they're all like that. They're like all everything's being foisted on him, <laughs> which uh, is very enjoyable. I do enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I I enjoy when uh, the, uh, I, I you know I said it before. I don't really like when the characters come on the news. I would just prefer that it just mm-hmm. be twelve minutes of jokes. Yeah. If if I, if I in a perfect world for me. Yeah. Uh, but like this past week when he had uh, 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 Bowen Yang was doing his George Santos <laughs> again, which, by the way, I welcomed because it was just as funny the second time. I am. Are you being sarcastic? No, I liked it. I am shocked to hear you say that because it, not to put too fine a point on it, but I've, I've been I was feeling like you have a vendetta against Bowen Yang. I got no vendetta. I just uh, uh, I know you overall, don't. I don't think he, he he's not my cup of tea. Right. So uh, I, I, I saw in my mind, I was like, wow. I don't remember a time when a, a cast member did the same character in two Twice. different things on an episode. I'm sure it's happened before, but I was like, that is remarkable. And I, all I could think was Jimmy must be hating this. You know what? Because of who's I doing didn't. it. I liked him in the first one. It was funny. And then I, I thought it was, I thought it was even funnier. Yeah. At the news desk. I kind of wish they had not done it in the opening one. Yeah. But they had to, because he's so, yeah, he's such a, a, a nut job. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my point was that Colin Jost, laughing at something that somebody there says mm. and again he he's either the greatest actor in the world or they are truly surprising him 
No, I think he's genuinely amused. Like that's that's why it was so like kind of odd on the the last new episode with, with Cicely uh, Strong's last episode where he seemed kind of he was a downer. Yeah, bummed out and people were up in arms about like that's not professional or whatever the issue was but i think it's because it was notable because he's usually seems genuinely still enjoying being there and like laughing at jokes because he's like a guy who seems like he loves his job which is nice and you that's what you would like to see could you take a little bit of that from him could you, <laughs> could you let the, some of that rub off on you at twelve uh, ten? you got it boss uh, <laughs> thank you uh uh, and by the way, I don't know where I land on him uh, being unprofessional on that episode. I, I understand being devastated that you're, one of your best friends is leaving the program and you're sad. At the same time, the old adage, the show must go on. Do your job. So I'm very torn. Yeah. I, I, I mean, look, feel how you want to feel. I think my issue with it is that it, it, it ties into the thing, the, tr- the trend on SNL that I'm not a huge fan of, which is there's the show and the sketches and the comedy but then there's also there's a, a creeping sense of this is a soap opera and we're supposed to be tied up in the lives of the people who are on it this is most notably Pete Davidson Pete Davidson his trials and tribulations being becoming sort of like fodder for tabloids but then that kind of came into the show right. and we're kind of watching him not because he's there to do comedy but because we know what's going on with him and it's like, Oh, is he going to be okay? And he's commenting on it and the sketches are coming or whatever. The news is commenting on it and it's back and forth. And then the, the, the Kate McKinnon, like, you know, doing a non funny thing because it's like quote unquote important or like a a bunch of different cast members making a big show of leaving and like Mm -hmm. having it, like having to do like farewell sketches. The, The concept of a farewell sketch, I don't think even existed three years ago you know what john belushi did when he left he fucking left he left <laughs> see you later chevy chase left yeah scram which look i don't begrudge people who've been there a long time like feeling a certain way like i get it i, I thought that was what the, the like the goodbyes at the end were supposed to be for it's like that's when you can let your emotions out but and i also don't begrudge people doing a a, a, a beloved character one last time but when the sketch is written around the idea that the person playing a character is leaving it's kind of like what do we is this for the comedy or is this because you're trying to like you know you're tr- you're basically shamelessly pushing people's uh like nostalgia buttons or m- emotional buttons I think it's B. Yeah, and I just feel like the show should be better than that. It doesn't have to stoop to like sort of reality TV tactics to to I, make people watch it. I agree with you. You're not going to get a fight for me. I'm not going to fight you on this. Garen looks poised to fight you. Not, uh, <laughs> Garen's never been poised for anything in his life. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. You, you are not wrong. Except, for, except for that earthquake that happened on oh, Saturday. Oh, for sure. By the way, it was a 2.4. I I didn't even hear about it, much less feel it, until Garen brought it up today. I, I was in Sherman Oaks when it happened. Right. But to Garen's point, folks that were right on you know when it, on top of the epicenter yeah. uh, they all said i know it's 2.4 but what a hell of a jolt hmm. we didn't feel it at all i just thought somebody had dropped something because it just thudded yeah and yeah. then it wasn't really a big well i'm not that i'm not really in sherman oaks we know this but <laughs> you finally admit it close enough that it I felt it, but I, it didn't it felt, register it, as an it, earthquake It affected your whole night, you told us. <laughs> no. You said that rattled you to the core, Pinocchio style. No, I just, it's just the rest of the day I felt know, things off. things added up. I get it. Was, it. We, I don't, it was 
weird. I, I uh, that's a, it's so weird because there's different types of earthquakes. Like you know, there's the rolling ones that are kind of a little bit fun. Like yeah, they're not scary. There's kind of like ooh, like an earthquake. But then there's the ones that are just like one big smashing thing. Like the Hulk just like fell out of yeah. the out of space and landed next to your apartment that's it is jarring and it's it's weird and then you're not like you're not sure what's next like whether it's the beginning of a bigger deal or done yeah now you were neither of us were here for the 94 no um and uh, which i think that the was the anniversary of it just last week yes i believe it was yeah yeah um i know it happened a week after paul the aforementioned paul and carla moved here and Mm -hmm. chip chinnery moved here um i think jack Tom. anyway a group of friends of mine all moved here the previous week then that happened mm-hmm. and then and as i've said on jimmy's record tape they, they don't stop talking about it mm-hmm. they you know and uh i haven't experienced one like that yet right but the ones i've experienced the ones that get a little up there they do like holy shit but what i'm wondering is and this is as they're building more and more for lack of a better word skyscrapers near my house uh-huh. if there is a 4.7 which is a big earthquake. Mm-hmm. Does that can that building handle that? Like, what, what are these buildings made I think they're to, designed to handle that? Yeah. So what do they up up to what? Oh, I don't know. Ten. Like you think they can handle it? Because I'm just guessing. To your point, though, you see like those images from the, from the Northridge earthquake, mm-hmm. the '94, and you know, uh, banks collapsed, yeah, and other ones collapsed, and that was so. Why wouldn't these buildings? I mean, it probably depends on where the the epicenter is. The epicenter. Too, yeah. Are you on a fault? There's a lot. There's been a lot of small ones through Baldwin Hills lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of uh, a little bit uh, south of us where Oliver used to play Little League Baseball. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, I think it might be fracking, quite frankly, but there's those oil oh, fields boy. there um, that uh, the, whenever they go, you know, a, uh, you know, a, uh, you know, a three quarters uh, southeast of Culver City. Yeah. Then you look at the map and go, oh, that's right where he played baseball. Yeah, and, yeah. and that it happens there. Like even they mostly been one point twos, but at some point the one point twos is going to be a you know it could be a bigger one. Sure, sure. Uh, but do you think the oil just squirting out of the ground at that at that point? Well, if it is, I'm getting a cup. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> it's worth money. Yeah, it's worth a lot it's of money. I told this black gold. Mm. Is that what they say Texas tea. Mm-hmm. They say black gold. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I just envision this this brand new cumulus building that they've built. Just a big earthquake, and it just almost like in a movie, just goes and hits my house. <laughs> Is that the one that has like a weird, like, like it's it just looks like kind of geometrically odd, like this weird. Maybe that one. Maybe it's about the all cement one. Yeah. That, what is that, that piece of shit? Yeah. What is that? That eyesore. Yeah. That fucking disaster. <laughs> I saw that a few weeks ago. I guess I hadn't noticed it. Were you on the ten? Uh, no, I think I was coming up La Cienega. And um, you don't go, you're going right past my house. Yeah, I know. I should have said hi. Mm. Uh, Charlie had a, a soccer tournament down there. Oh, right there, right where I, yeah. right where this earthquake, this epicenter is. This was like the, before Christmas, but um, yeah, I, I guess I just hadn't noticed it before. Or I forgot about oh, it. No, no, you didn't forget about it. You didn't notice it before. It went. Is it from, new? It uh, it was covered with the um, tarp oh. for about a year, okay. and then they they kept revealing more and more of it. And <laughs> they're like, "Here it is! Here it is!" And it is. <laughs> Uh, the neighborhood council is very uh, split on this. Some people think it's unique and interesting, and it, they'd rather have that than just your standard building. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
when I say split, I mean 90, 10, yeah. 90% are like, what are you out of your fucking skull? That's an eyesore. Yeah. I mean, it's Danielle always described it. It's a futuristic prison. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. That's because the, and especially from the angle of La Cienega, because you see the back of it, yeah. which is 90% concrete, whereas right. the front, if you see it from the 10, you go, hey, that's a pretty cool looking building. Let's paint that backside. Do something on the backside. <laughs> even if they put, and I, and I hate this, but even if they put those fucking, uh, you know, TBS banners on it, or oh, yeah, like a big LED, or would yeah. that be a bad thing for your where you live? Probably a bad with the light, me, but, but hit you. even like the old style, just like a yeah, like know, a, a tarp, right? Uh, anything because it is awful. Yeah, it awful. is awful. That's Danielle. That's the perfect call because it looks like something out of the show Andor. Like it's it's take your word for it. It's just like uh, <laughs> you know, like the the shitty side of the Star Wars galaxy, mm-hmm. where like this is where the workers have to live out their meaningless existence <laughs> it's uh well that's what they're doing there they're they're uh uh but so others will argue that uh, it's great architecture and you don't get it man <laughs> okay there's literally a guy like on next door fighting yeah. about it. like if you don't appreciate that you don't appreciate architecture no I, I do and i think this one looks like shit yeah right i think the other building like around the corner looks really cool there's a there's a build a famous building in in Boston like that. It's I think it's government centers. I forget the name of it. Um, it's a government building, but in a city like Boston where everything's like kind of nice old colonial New England, it's just this big hunk of concrete, and you're like, what the fuck? And it looks like yeah, it looks like a prison or like a like the windows are very narrow and small. I think so. Like it almost looks like it was designed to be like. Like a like a fortress, like as yeah. if someone was going to be attacking it, and maybe they maybe they foresaw the January sixth insurrection. They're right. like, we have to be ready. They did have that tea party, so I mean, they were, yeah, they, they've right. had protests there before. That's true. They've Good had, point. Uh, uh, very quickly before we uh, move any further, I mentioned that we were in Sherman Oaks over the weekend. Uh, we were at uh, Danielle's cousin's house uh, for Judy's memorial. My, oh, nice. My mother lost memorial, yeah. uh, and it was a uh, a. Uh, it's hard to say this. It, but I think you'll know where I'm coming from. It was a wonderful day. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of her friends from what, what I really enjoyed about it was, you know, she was part of that. You know, we've had uh, Kirsten Vangsness on the show. Judy was part of theater of note here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. And she, she would talk about it all the time. And, and, and I literally didn't know, like she talked, she talked about it with nothing but love yeah. and it was her world. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered like, do they think that right. Do they think like, or is she like the old guard that they're like, come on judy it's time for you to move on <laughs> um right. it, it this it was clear that that is not the case right. they are literally they're they're changing something they're they're putting the uh, the judy levitt koenig name on something oh nice uh they uh they actually offered to let the uh, the um memorial be there at the theater mm-hmm. um but we weren't sure about the weather and so on and so forth because they have a nice outdoor area that we could have uh, utilized mm-hmm. um anyway a group of them came they were wonderful you know other 80 year old people that judy's known over the years were there um as, you know some of danielle's friends that have known judy since they were you know in in kindergarten mm-hmm. uh it was uh it was very very nice it was just a wonderful uh wonderful day danielle spoke and uh oliver spoke i ended up speaking um did a tight five i did a tight five i got a, you know i got some big laughs yep. and uh you know i i, I then went uh, you know what I, I, I they gave me the light i go i'm, I, you, I'm going mm-hmm. I, I, you know you don't play me off did you do your uh tonight show set i did uh, <laughs> i just wanted to see if i can get some laughs with that material yeah 
Uh, Tess Rafferty has just walked into the room. Yeah. Uh, Tess has a hot new book out. We'll talk about it soon. She's here nine minutes early. It's infuriating. Um, right? Yeah. You walk around the block or something or uh, go to the coffee shop or go to the 7-Eleven. Just marvel at the building that's being put up right next to us. There were a lot of things to do for nine minutes mm-hmm. other than coming in here and rifling through her purse. <laughs> <laughs> um, or a bag. It gets more of a bag. I wouldn't. Tote. I didn't look over there, and then I, it looked like a purse to me. Now I know it's a tote bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, very nice day uh, that uh, Danielle and her cousin put together. They nice. did a terrific job yeah. uh, uh, to memorialize uh, Judy uh, Levitt Koenig, and it was a. Uh, it was just an, obviously a nice day, very emotional day. Mm-hmm. Um, some folks flew in for it, and uh, her. Uh, some other family spoke, and uh, it was just wonderful. It was just a wonderful and. Um, at, at risk of, you know, I, I talked about Oliver quite a bit on this show these days, but uh, very proud of him that day. Very proud of I'm him. I'm impressed that he spoke. I don't think uh, my kids would be up for that. He, uh, I, first of all, I was surprised as well. And yeah. Danielle wasn't expecting it either. Oh, so he, 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 there was, this was completely unprompted. Yeah, he jumped up there and he gave a real nice speech about how, uh, what he realizes, oh, God damn, I'll get choked up. But he said he, he wishes he had more time with her because as he's getting older, he realizes they have many of the same interests. Oh, that's nice. They like the same old movies. Yeah. They like the same arts. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just really, really nice. And, yeah. and that's why like, I was proud of him because it wasn't just, I miss grandma, and right. then run away. Right. You know? um, <laughs> and if he did that, of course, you know, I give him the fucking back of my hand. Obviously. I don't, uh, uh, nice to learn. I go, you know, you go out to, go out to the car. Go, go to the <laughs> fucking car. You embarrassed me here. This is a day for grandmother. <laughs> where i've never said <laughs> uh, uh anyway very nice day and i just uh, that was uh, what we we're doing in sherman oaks and then there was apparently this earth tess you live in sherman oaks did you feel this earthquake that garen won't stop talking about oh yeah you did feel it oh yeah absolutely it was more like i heard it it wasn't really uh yeah okay yeah you don't have to yell <laughs> I, you're I, yelling at us i couldn't tell if she was being sarcastic me. yeah i couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic either because of the volume yeah it sounded like you were doing a bit yeah, it's not like you're making fun of Garen, which we were uh, totally yeah. on board with. I still have seven minutes before you pick on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not picking. He did. He drew, he went. Matt went right to it. I was a picking. I, I was. Just, uh, I was saying, let's bring that val- that volume down. Uh, but I'm I'm with you. I didn't know if he was being sarcastic. Did you really feel it? Oh yeah. You yeah. did. Yeah, and like I said, it kind of heard it more than felt it. Yeah. Which okay. Was really weird. Like it apparently was less than a mile away from me, the epicenter. So maybe is this, is this, is this your 9-11 story? Yeah. <laughs> is this your George Santos? I uh, I created the earthquake. Well, I pointed out the epicenter first. I was the guy. Uh, All right. Do you remember that? I know like Dane Cook is whatever, but like when back when he was like starting out and had jokes. Yes. He had a really funny joke about how like when people like when there's a car accident outside your apartment it's like you just have to tell the story to everyone even though there's no story he's like i was washing a dish and i heard it yeah. <laughs> like oh you heard the, the, who that's, cares that's nothing who cares like, you heard a car hit something that's funny it got laughs it did what do you think he's doing right now picking out his tank top it's <laughs> up to maybe he's yeah maybe he's tank top shopping you know you gotta re- replenish the supply replenish. yeah you sweat through him a little bit do you think he has like a like he just you know how you can do those recurring uh, orders on Amazon for <laughs> yes. like for things that run out, like toilet paper. He has that for tank tops. Like, yeah, yes, he e- has to every three months. Do you do any of those? By the way, up. do any of the, um, the recurring? We had one. <laughs> this is funny. We had one for um, 
Terra chips, you know, you know those uh, sweet sweet potato chips. Yeah, I like sweet potato chips. No one else in the world, I think, likes sweet potato chips except me. Uh, and they're like weirdly hard to find in stores sometimes. Like sometimes they'll have them and then they don't, and you're like, whatever. So Elise was like, "Oh, I'll just set this up," and now we have like forty bags of. <laughs> so I was like, "Please turn it off." Yeah, turn that off. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm actually not eating. A big fan of them. You I'm like upset them? Upset that they stopped making the spiced ones. Do you remember the spiced terra, terra chips? Mm, no. Oh. Wait, were they the multi, like, there's the multi and then there's just sweet potato. They were just sweet potatoes, okay. but they had spice to them. It was like... Um, oh, I like the sound of it. cilantro and something oh else that was God. a little bit more, like, spicier and stuff, and they were delightful. I don't know why they stopped making them. Oh. Sounds to me like you're going to get that uh, subscription back up and moving. Well, they don't make them anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that I wish I could story. I wish I could go back in time. I don't know how I missed that. That now sounds great. Now we just get sea salt. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm still mad because Trader Joe's used to have them too, mm-hmm. and that was nice and simple. You go to Trader Joe's and get them, and they were good. Going to Trader Joe's is never simple. By <laughs> well, way. That's, I that's, mean, I'm already there. Is the point? Okay, it's not good. simple, but at least it's it's, it's going to any Trader Joe's is worse than going to the Regal Beagle. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah, but I but I I shop there regularly. The only problem is even when they had them, they didn't always have them. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else at Trader Joe's. They're like, oh, yeah, they're out of stock. We'll get them someday. And then like, the five things I get every week, can't you just keep them? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Amazon apparently has a warehouse full of them for you. Yeah. And now you well, can. Well, now I have the warehouse. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe you should put them on eBay or something. And, uh, maybe. Ship them out. What if I accidentally had one of the old spiced ones? Oh, that would be I could exciting. sell them for profit. Yeah, take a look. I'll look. I'll check it out. Yeah. Give it that a look-see. It's not a bad idea. Uh, by the way, just going back, I, I have not seen Dan Cook in probably ten years, like in in, in, person. in flesh. Yeah, in, you, like in you, a room. Of course, you, you watched the Fast Times live stream, right? <laughs> so you saw that. <laughs> I did. You know what? I did watch a little bit of that just to get mad. Yeah, just to be angry for a second. That and was half. one of the of all the weird things that happened in the pandemic. Dane Cook hosting a Fast Times at Ridgemont High reunion script reading. Yes. But with not the original cat. Although no, no. One of the... Well, it, was, it was most of them. But they weren't doing their own parts. Like, Sean Penn was playing... Uh, right. Shia LaBeouf played Sean Penn. Right. And Sean Penn played... The teacher, I think. Mr. Hand. Mr. Hand. And then Jennifer right? Aniston did something. And Brad Pitt. Yeah. You're right. It wasn't the original. My apologies. Yeah, no. There may have been one other original cast member, but... It was mostly You can't get a Jennifer Jason <laughs> Lee? You can't get a yeah, Judge what's, Reinhold? What's Judge Reinhold doing? I heard he lives somewhere weird now. Like Oh, is that true? Oklahoma or something. Judge? Can you look that up? It's like he lives in the Midwest or somewhere you wouldn't expect a Judge Reinhold. But he's back for Beverly Hills 4. Yes. Ohio, perhaps? Oh. It's high in the middle, around on the sides. Arkansas? That's not the Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Is that where he's originally from? Is that where his wife's originally from? I don't know. Why would you choose Arkansas? As a reminder, by the way, the gentleman who sponsors the Dane Coffee coffee can, uh, Dane Coffee, uh, he's from Arkansas. Yeah. So uh, you know who else is from Arkansas? Uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our forty-second president. I've got some uh, family down there as well. Is that right? Forty-second. Well, if Trump was forty-five, Obama forty-four, Bush, Bush forty-three, Bush 43. so he was forty-two. Yeah. Forty-two was Bill Clinton. 42. Yeah. 41 was the old man. Right. 40 was Ronald Reagan. 39 <laughs> was Jim Carter. Yeah. Uh-huh. 38, uh, Ford. Yeah. 37, Johnson. Yep. Wait. Nixon's in there somewhere. Oh, 36 he's, he's, is Nixon. Yeah. Right? Didn't Johnson come after four? No. Johnson's Johnson came after, before Nixon. Yeah. Right. Okay. After so then Nixon, 36. Johnson, 35. JFK, 34. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Eisenhower? 
no. Maybe. By yeah. the way, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know what I just did, but I, there should be a patch or a medal. <laughs> I mean, Wait, are you a, are you a scout? You kind of just did your <laughs> your lifetime. I mean, you went a little bit past no, your I lifetime. Didn't. I went way past my lifetime. You went one past your <laughs> lifetime. JFK. Yeah, blown away. What else do I have to say? Uh, that was one of those, by the way, that being born in '66 and he died in '63. Somehow, uh, my my age group were like, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's right in our it, 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 like almost like our 9/11. Like, yeah, yeah, we were very close. You, to weren't, you weren't even alive. <laughs> <laughs> you have not. You have and you nothing. weren't conscious. You probably weren't conscious of the Johnson administration. Oh, I was very. I was very. <laughs> you were involved. Very involved. Protesting at a very young age. Yeah, my mom was very political at, and, at a year and a half old. Uh, and she, we went to protest and stuff, and I was sure. in a. Uh, in a man-made or a self-made what, what are those things called bjorn baby bjorn oh yeah and uh yeah we'd protest out there my mom was at the 60 60 uh 68 what were the big uh, the convention 69 convention? 68 68 convention yeah the whole world's watching that one they chant yeah the chicago in that, chicago the, the famous convention. yeah where there's a right my dad yeah. and my mom and dad were both there they were they were they were working that's for right the, the humphrey campaign yeah i think uh, i want to say my mom may have been there i don't think my dad was there that's what that movie was about. The uh, uh, the movie that Aaron Sorkin made two years ago. Trial of the Chicago Seven. Thank you. Trial of the Chicago Seven. It was a good movie. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that movie. Oliver just brought it up the other day. It's like, I mean, you know, that, that was a good movie. All right, great. Son. <laughs> uh, all right, Tess Rafferty's here. She's got a new book out. Uh, so we got we got to chit chat about that. And then we'll just you know we'll go great, and then we'll talk about other things. Um, and <laughs> thanks then for, thanks uh, you're previewing what you're going to react, how you're going to react to this. Yeah, movie. Just because you know we, we're while we pr- we're more than happy to help somebody promote something, mm-hmm. uh, we don't lean into that. Uh, well, certainly, yes, we do. <laughs> um, and then uh, we got Oliver's trivia question. Yep. And uh, we'll do that and a whole lot more when we come back right after this. Tess Rafferty's here. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait. Are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You've said, look, I'm looking for yeah. uh, metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um. Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they forge, that are they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Uh, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as bikechain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it, probably is but it probably is and you know what i think i gotta get into the bike chain game yeah you do uh, the way to do that is for, through ZipRecruiter. if you're hiring ZipRecruiter is the way to do it once again go to ZipRecruiter.com slash pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire 
Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. (laughs) Right. That's when you go on and on about Shopify, you you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about and then people would say, well, why why is he talking about POS? Like what? Yeah. They didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh, the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 3122. The Double Deuce. The Jose Valentin. Tess Rafferty is here. Tess has a hot new book out. What's it called? My Life in the Sun? It's called To Lie in the Sun. I didn't get any of the words right. Did I get any of the words right? One of them. <laughs> you got the to song. Lie in the Sun. And this is your third book? It's my third full-length uh, murder mystery. There was a novella in there that's like a holiday-themed mm-hmm. uh, little Christmas thing. And keeping in the English tradition, of which I am not English, but they do <laughs> they like to do little novellas for the holiday season and mystery series. So well, that's, that's what but, I did. But you travel so much, you, you may as well be... Uh, British, no? I'm a student of the world, Jimmy. I know I'm a citizen are. of the world. But yes. you guys are, you're big Italy people, right? You go to Italy on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, we, we got to go this year together for the first time since before the pandemic. Uh, you say together because you went once with a friend. I went last year, right before I did this show the last mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. I had gone for work. So that's right. Yeah, I finally parlayed that. That was a 15 year long con that finally paid <laughs> uh, off. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, went with I went with a friend. Uh, we were working on a project together. Uh, and is that project. Uh, can we see that project now? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> that, yeah. um, that project got passed on, but we did get a trip to Italy out of it. Oh, so. then great. Nice. Yes. Yes. It was right? based on a piece of Italian IP. So we had gone over there to meet the author of it and talk to him and um, and that you know, kind of creatively sort of brainstormed some places where it could go. And then we pitched it and uh, we got some resounding passes. Oh, you did. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Very yeah. good. Well, I've been there. There's no question about it. There's, uh, uh, I'd re- although that said, like we've talked, we've talked about, it. I'd rather hear no thank you than never hear anything at all. Yeah. And then like, so is VH1 still interested in our uh, music talk show? Yeah. The, I don't know. Let's follow up. Uh, the ghosting 
and the in the business has is a recent development of the last couple of years that I'm like, guys, this is part of the job description is just saying no. Right. Like, and you can't be bothered to say that anymore. Yeah. Like that's literally your job is to call and say no. That's it. <laughs> that's that's it. it. We, you know, we took a look, we talked about it internally and it's a pass for us. Just do that. Yeah. And then you go, okay, VH1's out. And now we now we put every, all our eggs in that e-basket, yeah. and then, <laughs> then they tell me I'm 50. Um, so you're saying that the thing I pitched to Spike TV in 2007 is not happening? I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Why not? Well, they don't exist anymore, that's A. But they're still considering it, aren't they? Mm, no. They're I just really, taking their time. They really don't... Nobody they, that works there uh, that works there at the time is still there. They're probably out of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got a yoga store. So it could happen. Uh, yoga, sh- a yoga studio or something in Arkansas. Who knows? Oh, that's our friend. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Is Judge, Judge Reinhold, Reinhold involved? Oh, he loves yoga. Loves yoga. I'm so excited. I didn't know there was a cop four until I came here this afternoon and heard yeah, you guys talking happening. about it. Oh, yeah. It's happening. It. With Ed Murphy. He's in it. They got everybody. They got even Paul Reiser is going to be in it again. I um we we do every year starting on New Year's we end up doing an Eddie Murphy retrospective. Oh, because <laughs> nice. we start with Trading Places and then we end up with Beverly Hills Cop and then we usually get to the second movie, not so much the third, and then we end up in Coming to America and now Coming to America. Yeah, so we uh, I'm I'm a huge fan. Did you watch Coming the Number Two America? Yes, because I I love Coming to America as a kid, but I just never ended up watching. Was it good? It's fun friends, fun fan service. Okay. Um, you know, really great, funny performances. It's yeah, it's a okay. lot. it was it was I, fun. I meant I, to watch it, and I don't know why I didn't. Oh, you know why? <laughs> lack of interest. Lack of interest. Yeah, yeah. just it wasn't. So I guess the world, like I'm at the uh, point in my life where if the whole world isn't going, it's the greatest. That I'm just kind of like, ah, uh, like the, there was no there was societal no societal uh, Yeah, there was no reinforcement in yeah. my in my world. Like you got to see it. I don't want to oversell it because everybody, I, I feel like if I oversell something, um, no, I, I then, know, yeah. then people are, you know, You're like, how dare you? Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I watched it for a second time. Oh, wow. Well, that's something. You watched that thing twice? Because <laughs> it's in the title. Too. Yeah. You have to do it. <laughs> you have to do it. I tell, well, I, I watch everything more than once because what happens is I see the latest of something, right? Like my a third season of a TV show premieres and I watch the third season and generally I'm so interested in it. Like I'm so like, ah, I don't want to let these people go. So then I start or I forget something and I go, I don't remember this plot line or whatever. So then I start at the beginning of you know season one and I go straight through again on seasons one, two. And, really? then, and then I get to the season I just watched and I'm like, Let's go again. <laughs> Why not? Wow, good for you. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Like I, I, I always feel like when a third season or, or fourth starts, I need to. I, I always feel like I want to watch the whole thing again because I don't. I want to feel like it's fresh for me. I hate that. I just started the. I belatedly just started the new season of Barry. I'm like, I don't remember what the hell was going on with Barry because it's yeah, been like a, it out. it's a year and a half I think since it was last mm-hmm. on or something or you know because I was late to this one. So yeah, I but I just don't. I, I, there's so many things I want to watch. I can't, I feel like watching something I've already watched is like a crazy indulgence that I can't bring myself to do. I don't know why. There's too many. Uh, by the way, did you guys see, you're probably all very excited, uh, some photos leaked, first on-set images from the new season of Ted Lasso. <laughs> the, fo- the photos have leaked, guys. Was there a guy on a field? You know what it looks like? It looks like Jason Sudeikis in a mustache on a field. Oh, wait, so, oh they still got the mustache? Yeah, they got it. Oh, so he didn't shave the mustache. He didn't shave it. The defining feature of the character. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why this was fucking news. Yeah. I don't know why. First photos released. It, it looks like Jason Sudeikis on a fucking, uh, yeah. uh, what do they call it? A pitch. Tr- a pitch. Yeah, on the pitch. Uh, anyway, stupidity. 
Um, the uh, I watched a documentary over the weekend. Oh, really? Yes. I think you're gonna like it. Um, at the uh, uh, and we can we can move past this quickly. By the way, <laughs> okay. uh, at on Todd Glass's recommendation, I watched the Crystalia. Oh, yeah. documentary it's only 57 minutes long it's one of those uh kind of did you watch it Ollie? yes you're, I did. you're nodding your head mm-hmm. uh it's one of those that uh, you know the, some comic i don't know the comic kyle anderson not mm-hmm. friend of the show kyle anderson a comedian named kyle anderson uh made it and it's it's one of those where it kind of has the vibe of when alex jones would make his 9-11 videos yeah it kind of has that kind of you know editing and right. and, and and uh and it's a youtube structure video. it's a youtube video mm-hmm. but that said uh, you know, I already was I already was all out on Chris D'Elia yeah. for for a decade now. Yeah. The guys for for comedy reasons Come before you found out before he was I knew a, anything a about him, person. I was out on comedy, and then yeah. I was out that he's you know he's a garbage human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, he's he's even as Todd said on the show, yeah. even worse than you fucking thought. Yeah. He is just a monster. I found that there was a huge, it seemed like there's a huge parallel to the whole Nexium thing. Like, is there a convention yes. these guys go to, to to figure out which things huh. to do? You are, you are, that's, you nailed the, it. The branding. The branding. The the weight loss stuff. Yes. And the do what I say, and you have to do whatever I say whenever I say it. Like, that's a, it was a, it was a Ooh, huge yeah. parallel. And like, how, how, how do you, how do you decide that? How do you come up with that? That, right. Interesting. Yeah. I, I. I, I I didn't watch it, so I, <laughs> so I I, I, oh I, I I didn't put those two together. But yeah, man, you nailed it. It it's, was it was striking how almost exactly the only thing that was missing volleyball. <laughs> well, there, there's no time. They're too busy. Well, he's uh, a tall guy. He could probably uh, oh, spike he'd do very ball. well at it, and he would look good doing it with mm. that hair, that flowing hair. <laughs> he just put uh, a bandana on, oh. just like our friend, whatever his name was. Very uh, Top Gun. Yeah. yeah he, uh, anyway, it's it's worth watching. Just so that you, uh, okay. um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Is it worth what? Is it worth watching? I, I, I mean, it's it's fifty seven uh, minutes of your day. I think that I thought that Anderson did a decent job of both saying that. Hey, why not? Are you? <laughs> you sound like a CNN talking head. Anderson did a good job with it. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to, to how to reference him, and that's what it came to me. And I, right, I liked okay. it. So all right. So uh, I thought he did a good job. You of, talked to him about like he Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he, he did. Know, Spielberg like, did a nice job. With I've this. been studying Anderson's work. <laughs> right. This he, is his most uh, poignant effort. He's a comic. He's a comic. Uh, and again, but, I don't know. I don't know this guy. But he did. However, he did it. He did some decent research and got like original source interviews. Yes. Hmm. And so, like, that's not nothing. And and he even says at some point, you know, I'm not a journalist, and sure, but he he did the work somehow. Whether he had somebody help him or he did it himself, yeah. There's a lot of documentaries where I or or punditry where I look or I read a book or whatever. I was like, yeah, but what's the proof of the thing yeah. you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And I thought he did an okay job of not only are these accusations, but take it as you will. But here's what these multiple people have said and it's right. actually the original people saying it agreed uh he does throw allegedly around a lot though yeah, just for just safety. To protect his ass yeah. which you're supposed to do yeah do, does he i'm i haven't seen it does he say like what inspired what, what prompted him to make it no that's odd oh. well he doesn't he doesn't specifically say it but he says somebody had to do it and i guess mm. nobody was doing it that was yeah. sort of his so he was aware of terrible things happening in in the world that he exists in yes. right the comedy world and, and by the way it, it, it took i for like todd glass or myself 
It took us a long time to discover that part of him because we're not in that world. Yeah, you're not. He's hitting like they showed videos of of, of Chris doing stand up around town at venues that I've never even heard of. Yeah. And, but and they but they're signage and they're actual <laughs> you know comedy on Sunset yeah. and it looks beautiful. Huh. And it's like I've I've never been I've never even heard yeah, of it. Yeah. So to your point, like this guy Kyle Anderson probably was in that world right. of doing shows with Chris at these various mm. places where, you know, he'd walk in with his... Well, going back to Dane Cook, you know, Dane was a guy who was at the, the Laugh Factory all the time. I think he was managed by Messina, is that his name? Uh, Masada. Masada, thank you. But there were all these other rooms along the strip, not just the store, obviously, but like little rooms that were not comedy right. spaces that they he and his buddies would do shows at. And do you remember that? Dublin's. Uh, yes. Dublin's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was Jay Davis. Jay Davis, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so maybe that probably that trend persisted. It was kind of yeah, the, it's kind of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, but you know, I, I don't. When I say that, is it worth watching? If you want to get fucking bummed out, if yeah. You want to be? Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I didn't feel the need to have the like. I I know that he's a bad person. I didn't like. I don't need to get into the weeds with it. Right. <laughs> I, I, I got to watch uh, coming to America. You so. know, I I think with these things, I I haven't seen it, and I. I'm not familiar with a lot. I know the broad strokes. I, I don't know the, the details, and I know new details came out in the last couple of weeks and stuff, maybe because of this documentary. I don't know that. Um, what are the new details? Oh, we, we can talk about other things. But I don't, even, I don't even know. To be honest, I don't know the specifics. And I, I think to your point, I think that when it, you know, I think that we kind of owe it, especially when there are issues that affect a group that we're not part of, I think we owe it to bear witness to things. And I think it's hard because, yeah, it's not, you don't want to, you know, sit down with a doc documentary about sexual assault, you know, mm -hmm. um, when you got an hour um, to, you know, an hour free and stuff. But I think I think we we owe it to our, you know, to other people as their allies to to know about this stuff mm -hmm. so that we are versed in it. Um, and I, you know, and, um, you know, and, and so I appreciate that men are watching it. I don't think you have to watch every documentary about sexual assault, but I think it is good to know, like. Because, you know, for using this as an example, women know what's going on and we talk to each other mm -hmm. and, um, you know, sometimes it's just a vibe. Sometimes we know a pattern of behavior. So even if maybe the behavior doesn't rise to assault or abuse or something, we know that there's probably something there. Yeah. Uh, we can find these things believable when the actual stories do come out. And so I think so much in this, again, in this particular case is like, yeah, but is it isolated incidents or, or are they exaggerating or was it just like a thing where people got their signals crossed? And it's like, no, I think it's good every once in a while to, to yeah. dip in and be like, yeah, no, these things happen and these predators are out there. He's not the only one. And um, so I applaud you yeah. guys for being good allies well, and watching it, it, it. It hurts in this case because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> That's what hurts. Yeah, we lost a good one. We I'm not making light of the situation, by the way. I'm just uh, maybe trying to... Uh, take an, uh, uh, I think the Ventura on ramp is now open, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to take that back sure. to uh, to uh, to. But it, it, I think that's a good point. Like it educates people to like know what, maybe what you look for in a in another another case that would, could be similar if you weren't aware of like you know what kinds of uh, tactics people like that use to uh, to ensnare their victims. But I also think it's like. Yeah, it, it needed to be made. This is goes beyond like whether we all have to watch it or not, but like it needed to be made because like the guy was still working. So like, and he shouldn't be working. He shouldn't be, no one should be paying him to do comedy. Well, I, 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 I'm curious as to what is happening with that because, you know, 
Louis C.K., same deal. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if these people, I, I'm torn because do they just then go to their homes and they're not allowed to do anything ever again in their entire life? Right. Part of me says, yes, that should be the fucking case. Then part of me is like, well, I, I don't, I don't, they have to pay rent. Right. And so to me, it's, if they go to, I'll make up a city, uh, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, and they get a, they four wall a place and then it's the choice. You have a choice of going to see him or not. Right. It's when he's booked at comedy clubs yeah. that infuriates me. Right. That these that, that these comedy clubs will book these folks. Yeah. And then it's like, well, so you're so you're endorsing that. You're, yeah. Yeah. You, you may not be, but by booking him, you're kind of signing off that it's not. It doesn't bother you. I right. mean, there there is one thing that you could do, which is you could let him go ahead and go to comedy clubs and then take a picture of everybody who goes to watch him, and then <laughs> and then just keep track of those people. Are you okay if I don't do that? Because that seems very time-consuming. Well, it, well it, not you specifically. It, it also brings up safety issues. Um, yes. You, do you, do, I guess, you know, are are the women who work there safe yeah. around him? I, well, it sounds like what you're saying you, is that he should be in prison. So why is this, like, what, what the stuff he did sounds criminal. Uh, I, the, the documentary kind of, uh, play, and there's probably some settlements involved. Okay. Right. And then, uh, you know, he points out that, you know, why you think that that would be a lot of money, you know, he. This is probably what he makes per show, okay. uh, so he's fine. Well, that, that that is one of the things where it's like with with him or Louis C.K. It's like if they never worked again, they're still probably fine. That's a good point. So you know, they That's just go point. just go somewhere, cut your hair, shave, and then nobody knows who you are, and then just you know. But then he'd lose all his personality. <laughs> I mean, maybe that it's a bonus. Yeah, good point. All right. I think it's free market to yeah. what you said. Yes, which is that. Sure, you know, people can book them if they want to, but then people have a right to boycott yeah. that theater or boycott that club or protest or or put pressure, you know, exert pressure. Other comics have the right to say, well, I'm not playing here then if you're going, if these are the types of people you're going to book. Mm. That is, and that is happening. That is happening yep. out there. Um, uh, so watch it or don't. Your right. choice on this. I, uh, I do like those 57 minutes. That's that's very appealing. It yeah. was uh, it was tight. I had the opportunity last night. I had a little window. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, In between two Columbo's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Quincy now, sir. Oh, you sorry. know that. You know I'm on Quincy. I uh, here's what happened yesterday. And this is awful. And, and our hearts go out to the victims, of course, of the uh, Monterey Park shooting. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I was watching my lady golf because it's back. Okay. LPGA is back. Can't be more excited. Yep. I'm watching it, and then they break in with the breaking news on the update of what's happening, and then there's no more golf because they didn't break in across the con- uh, across the country. They right. broke in in Los Angeles, yeah. um, and so uh, I had to wait until this. It sounds like a fucking entitled asshole, but <laughs> I had to wait until the evening to uh, for the Golf Channel to rerun it, uh. and so um, I had an hour before that was going to start, gotcha. and I was able to watch the documentary. Yeah. Um, and again, our hearts go out to the victims of, of that. And it's like, uh, of which you are one because of this I, golf delay. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I was, I, 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 that's horrible. Uh, making light of both of these things. Yeah. And that's not the case. Uh, but as a reminder, if uh, you still own a gun like that, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, enough's enough. And, um, when, anyway, uh, the, uh, uh, lady golf is back. That's Great. the, that's the, that's the, and it was takeaway. a celebrity tournament oh yeah it was uh, so it was the first it's, it's the champions uh, thing where it's uh, uh, women that have won in 2022 and 2021 the last two seasons they get to play and then there's also celebrities um do you know who uh uh the name maddie fish do you know who maddie fish is no no maddie fish m-a-d-d-y last name fish standard spelling 
apparently he's a huge tennis guy he's a oh. uh, uh he lives in bel-air and he uh he, okay well now that you say that i i think i've seen his name come across but my you don't, tv but, screen but, again, but you, don't, you don't know i don't watch enough tennis uh, i had never heard of him and uh he may be the best non-famous or non, non-professional golfer i've ever seen in my life oh my god unbelievable this guy's unbelievable so he's just a natural athlete, like whatever he yeah, wants to do, prick. He can do it. <laughs> Him, and then there was you know some former baseball players. And there's Josh Donaldson, who's currently on the Yankees. He played. Our friend Jack Wagner was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy, cable, cable Guy's out there. I didn't know he swung a club. Yeah, he's not good. Swung a club. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good, but he's one of those guys that makes up for it by you know uh, swing. We gotta get her done, and the whole fucking crowd goes, "Hey, Cable Guy!" And then he shanks it into the woods. Um, but if he was good at golf, it would ruin his image. It would because he's yeah he's not a country cl- right yeah that doesn't add up that the ca- the cable guy would be yeah uh, he's a hillbilly right? yeah the character. exactly uh, he should be out there with a what broom, was he like, wearing Meow. he it- was wearing a golf shirt with the sleeves cut off <laughs> <laughs> so he was right. he was doing his character he true was to, uh, true to character and whenever they interviewed him quite frankly he was charming and mm-hmm. you know uh, he did what the audience wanted to do and the interviewer mentioned that her son loves mater yeah and then he's like oh what's your son's name you know matt let's say hey matt we got it and then he did a little thing and it was like you know what good for him yeah uh but it was uh why did i why, why did i say i wanted to go back to this there was a reason for it you were know. watching lady golf's back lady golf's back celebrity maddie fish somebody did somebody anybody we know in there well again front of the show jack wagner mm-hmm. is like- this part of the trivia game <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to remember all this later. It's (laughs) it's mostly athletes with the occasional Jack Wagner thrown Mm, in. And uh, to your point, it's it's infuriating that these guys, you know, oh, you're a Major League Baseball player. And you also maybe kind of sort of could be on the PGA Tour. Maybe. (laughs) Well, I mean, swinging a bat and swinging a golf club, it's not the same motion. But like if you are coordinated at one, you're probably coordinated at the other. You could be. Whereas like if you tennis, same thing, if you're maybe. a basketball player, that doesn't mean you can swing anything at well, we, all. We as we that, see from Charles Barkley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Sterling Sharp is out there, former NFL player okay. Sterling Sharp. But he's yeah. he's very good. Uh-huh. And um, some guys are just good at everything like Bo Jackson. It's also yeah. like it's strength, right? It, it's it's I mean, there's a there's a lot of things involved in swinging the club, but part of it is strength, you mm. know, and how far you can get it. So mm-hmm. I would I there, you know, any prof- most professional athletes are already They've starting with strength. an advantage. They've yeah. got muscles. They're yeah. big and strong. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I suck, because I don't have any. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I, you know, I played in that one celebrity one when I was part of the L.A. Uh, uh, Riviera, the yeah. Riviera, and I was the I was the celebrity in that foursome, and yeah. you know it was the fucking disaster. It was you know maybe the worst day of my life because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I was. Tess, I, I I'm not a good enough golfer to pull that off, and I'm also not famous enough <laughs> to be you know uh, to do the Larry the Cable Guy thing. Just no, get by on your charm. <laughs> not even that. Couldn't get by. Couldn't couldn't get by. Like I went from one tee to the next, and the and the autograph seekers said to me. Who's the celebrity in your group? <laughs> so that's the kind of day it was. Um, but I envision like on this, these guys are hitting the, like there weren't a lot of people watching us play golf. Yeah. You know, there weren't a lot of spectators. At this thing, there's a lot of spectators and they line up to watch. And I saw where they were lined up. And if I was there, I could hit them. Yeah, they're like on your ass. They're, like, I'm not good. Yeah. And there's a chance, like even Larry the Cable Guy, there's a chance like, uh, can I need you to move aside here? Oh, God. Because, yeah, that's scary. But whereas like Maddie Fish is hitting it like a pro. Yeah. Jack Wagner, friend of the show, looking great. 
was on a show once. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about General Hospital's Jack Wagner, yes, right. right? All Correct. I need, Jack Wagner. That's exactly yeah. right. The guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, came on our show, sang a, sang a new song. And, and sank uh, a putt. <laughs> and sank a putt. Yeah, yeah we had a putting contest, uh, he and I. Uh, he's a very nice man. I'm sure a he very is. very nice man. And if I may, easy on the eyes. <laughs> still, still, he still, can still get it. Still. Oh, yes. Uh. Oh, absolutely he can still get it. You fucking talk about Frisco here. <laughs> wasn't he? Wasn't is he married to Heather Locklear? Wasn't he with her? For oh, they a while? dated for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, but but like yeah. after like they they you know adult dated, not like post right. show and stuff. But they were also on Melrose Place together, I think, and and maybe they were a couple on there either before or after they were, had been a real couple. He was married to the woman that played Felicia, the Frisco and Felicia thing on General. Okay, Oscar. he was married to her for years. They had children, oh. and then I believe when they got divorced. He and Heather, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the, I think you're right. I feel like they were both divorced and dating for a while. And went, uh, yeah. hey, yeah. we always liked each other back in the day. Yep. Let's do this now that we're 47. It's amazing now and refreshing. Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, how I have been able to wipe my hard drive of celebrity gossip, like in my post soup years. Mm. Um, I, I really, I'm thankful for it every day. Yeah, but you, you're you hot on the uh, Locklear-Wagner combo. By the way, be, imagine being the guy that follows Tommy Lee. <laughs> like you're a just, great... a, you're a disappointment. Maybe not. Maybe he's, maybe he can uh, But it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee was Pam Anderson. It was um, Richie he was, he was Sambora, also with, right? Wasn't he also with Heather Locklear? I think he was with Heather Locklear before Pamela Anderson. But then she dated another, she, the guy she was married to, who Heather Locklear? Yeah, that was definitely Richie Sambora. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was that was her. Okay, but am I right about the the she Tommy Lee thing? Was married to Tommy Lee eighty six to ninety three. Wait, Heather Locklear was married to Tommy Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Wow. I didn't Absolutely. know they were married. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Late eighties, early nineties. Wow. <laughs> just recapping what he just said with different words. <laughs> well, and, then, and then she dated Richie Sambora, and then Jack Wagner. They were married. In Richie Sambora and Heather Locklear married ninety four, divorced two thousand seven. Oh, it's about three years. It sounds like. Where's Wagner fit in? Yeah, where's Wagner? At, or does he? He two thousand seven to two thousand eleven. Oh wow! Oh, a four. A f- that's a four year. So that's span. way after Melrose Place. Which yeah, yeah that's, that was her point. Like yeah, yeah, right, right. They were there, and they're like, remember when we had a chemistry thing? Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Um, well, good luck to them. Famous people fucking good for yeah. them. They, <laughs> they deserve each other. Uh, Sam Bora, by the way, there's talk that he may he may be getting together to talk with John. He may yeah. be able. I didn't know they weren't talking. Oh, they're not talking. I, I did not. I was not aware there was a problem. <laughs> Richie Sambora has been out of the band maybe for at least five years. Okay. But there's talk that maybe they're going to sit down and talk. <laughs> My fingers are crossed. Uh, there's that. There's also the, the turmoil in the journey camp. Yes. Will Jonathan Cain be on tour with them? Or is he? Are they? They're, they're suing each other. Is he persona non maga? <laughs> Oh God, he's a fucking. You know, I saw out. Steve Perry at the Gelsons right on uh, Laurel once. He lives in this neighborhood, I yeah. think. Yeah. You, you saw him at the that restaurant. The, it's not there anymore, but oh. Louise's. How was that for you? Oh, Tess, it was uh, in the top five greatest days of my life. <laughs> he, I told the story before, but I'll share it with you. I, I said to, he, he came out and I uh, of the restaurant and I we were talking to him and he was being very very nice and I said to him, hey, there's a song that you did called What Was. And his eyes open up because nobody's ever fucking mentioned this song. And I said, um, I need, I, I said, it got me through a horrible breakup in 1994. 
And without that song and without your album for Love of Strange Medicine, uh, I, I don't know where I'd be today. So I thank you so much for that. And the person he was with goes, oh, I don't know that song. And Steve goes, oh, it's a song about, he goes, what happened was uh, I called Sherry and just with the idea of maybe we should get back together. And then I realized the second she picked up, it was a mistake. And, um, and he goes, so it was kind of like, what was I to do? I never should have called you up. And he starts, Tess, he starts fucking singing the song <laughs> outside of, I'm getting chills now even thinking about it. It was, and he's just, there's Steve Perry serenading me, Pat Francis, and this other guy. And it was, are you fucking, we walked away going, he just fucking sang to us. <laughs> Steve Perry hasn't sung in public in 15 years, he sang to us. It was the, like, you know, I, I, I've tried to get him on this show, like when he's had some new albums on, and it's never really, it's never, obviously it's never happened. But it's like, what am I chasing? It's, it's never going to be yeah. better than that. No. So that's how it was for me. How was it for you and Gelson's? <laughs> Did he sing about his chops? I didn't. I didn't. Um, you didn't I, engage. I didn't engage. Yeah. Uh, the guy behind the meat counter, when he asked for his turkey and asked for it sliced thin, didn't say you can have it any, any way you want it. Sir. Any way you want it. That's the way you see it. Any way you want it. There was no shenanigans. He was talking to a man who knew him, and I just I was checking out. Good for you. Yeah. You got to see steeper who's going gray by the way steve said uh, yeah. let his hair go gray and he looks terrific Good for him 74 years old this past weekend steve oh, perry wow. people are still mad that he won't regroup with journey and uh, sing the songs like he did in 1979 because uh, uh, in that in that world one person knows they can't do it steve perry knows that's that. the guy yeah yeah that's the one that knows uh uh, that, I mean, that's his premise. It's like, why would I go out there and try to sing those songs? They're, they want me to sound like I did in 79, and I can't. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think people really go, well, it doesn't sound the same. No fucking shit. 74. But there's a, people like you would would love to s- hear what he sounds like now. I mean, you know what he's what he's going to sound like. But oh, I got the pleasure of the, the Italian uh, restaurant. Right, of course. But you would go see it because it's like, it's not the same, but I still appreciate it. I would that go see it. And these guys it, it, are, would, it would sell out then. Like they, yeah. they could fill a stadium if they were to say Steve Perry rejoins. And there is like, yeah. a, there's a clock on that, you know, like not that he's going to die soon, but I'm saying like if he did it this year, it sound it would sound better than if he waited five years, you know? So like. If you're ever going to do it, I feel and, like... And it's not. Okay. I mean, I think that's what but we're... But he right. should do tour solo and he can still sing those songs. Uh, but his point is he can't. Yeah. I, I, I saw... Like try. <laughs> I, I saw the B-52s in November and it was a little... You know, Kate Pearson, who's the oldest one in the group and I think almost 74, or if she's not, oh was really holding it all together on those hips of hers. She really was like, I'm out here, yeah. you know, shaking it. And, um, and they closed with... Uh, Planet Claire and Rock Lobster, um, naturally. But with Planet Claire, I didn't realize all that stuff that sounds like keyboards and synthesizers is actually her singing. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and she nailed it. But, you know, the other two were, you know, not they weren't holding it together as well. Yeah. Um, so it was a little there was uh, I was with a friend of mine from high school who I'd seen the B-52s with in numerous states. And he took an edible on the way there and then was sitting there. And he and the minute Fred Schneider came out, he's like. Oh, he looks so old. And I was like, "Oh, don't go there! <laughs> like you're you're in for a yeah, not in for a good experience if you go there with your mentally." But, but I, I've seen Neil Diamond too at around the same age in his seventies and pro. I saw Neil Diamond at seventy four as well, uh, or the early seventy. I brought my mom, and it was uh, was you, it the bowl? Uh, it was not. It was at the uh, the forum. Actually, he did like three oh. shows at the forum. Oh, and cool. I went day one, and then I went. I must go day three. So I <laughs> saw it twice because it was. Um, it was 1983. It's like he sounded 
Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Hmm. It, it was it was great. Same with Barry Manilow. So yeah. Steve Perry, obviously, he, he he's made a decision that he can't do it. But his voice, I mean, some voices and some songs are just kind of like you can sing them. Steve Perry was a an acrobat, you know, like he was mm-hmm. doing crazy yes. stuff with his voice that no old person can do. And so, that, so uh, I don't think Neil Diamond was reaching those heights at his prime. He was so. here. Yeah, he was, was always right uh, We're coming to America today. What do you feel about the? How do you feel about the? Uh, there's a Broadway Neil Diamond show. Yeah, now. what's that? Bowie, huh? What do you, what do you, what do you Bowie. You, well, what we saw at the Macy's Parade did not make us go. Oh, we missed, must see that. I missed it. I didn't see that number. That's our barometer. We always uh, we, we judge <laughs> it by what we see at the Macy's sure. Parade. And then go, no, we're not seeing Jagged Little Pill. We're not going to see the Neil Diamond. Although, truth be told, I probably want to see the Neil Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you guys watch the parade because I thought I was the last. <laughs> oh, do you watch it as well? Oh, love it. Yeah. Every, yeah. yeah. We, we love it at our house. Yeah. We love it. It's uh, it's the great thing. You're having your coffee. It's on in the background. You yeah, know, totally. it's uh, you roast it a little. It's fantastic. Yes, yeah. you roast it a little. You yeah. also get some enjoyment out of the, uh, uh, the performances, which are lip synced and horrible. Yeah. <laughs> there are artists up there that uh, neither my son or I have heard of. So, like, I... Uh, we always go. They must be from some Disney show. That's always our no. But that's go-to. that's what's magic about it. They always manage to book two or three music acts that that no one knows. No one. They're just like no they're, one. They're literally out of a laboratory. Like they're trying to be BTS, but they are not BTS. Right. And like what? And this is the launch pad. And I've never seen it work. I've never seen it like oh those those are those guys from that parade. Right. 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 Ah, it's good for them. They made it. It's it's, it's, it's like a female singer. It's a. It's Susan Johnson. And you go, yeah. oh, she must be a country artist or something. And then right. she's not. And you go, I don't fucking know who she is. Yeah, it's that plus the has-beens, which is yeah. just, a, it's a magic combination. Oh, yeah, like, it's like bare naked ladies on the dole, like, you know, float. And it's all like, you know, the, the message is spay and neuter your pets or something. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like so like, you know, for holiday season, please get your pets spayed and neutered by dole. Yeah, it's being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, my, and then they're singing that song. Yeah. yeah. They're not even Second green Christmas. Right. What, what, what's it's to me? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, you're, I, don't be mad at me over this. I, I, the wrong guy. I'm not a fan of the band. I was, of course, excited that Paul Abdul became one of the husbands to show up. Oh this yes, past she did. Year because I was, I was a huge. The dancing Paul was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but her dancing was always good. It was always uh, no. that over that, the oh, voice. The, yeah, the voice was not the thing. So I, I enjoyed Paul Abdul on there. Yeah, I, I think my mom texted me because my mom knew. But when I was when I was a, a kid, I had. Uh, over 250 pictures of Paul Abdul on my walls uh, in my room. And so, yeah, she was like, ah, Paul Abdul. <laughs> Did you, I'm very serious. We, and we've been doing the show for 16 years. We yeah. talked about it 16 years ago. Yeah. But did you count them? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely it was definitely over 250 because at a certain point it was like this is insane how many are there I'm so like, you would cut them out of like tiger beat or 16 yeah, magazine. You right. would cut them out. Yeah. Yeah. In the way that I did with Peter Cetera and uh-huh. Steve Perry. Yeah. Uh, and, and Samantha Fox. Those were the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, 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 Samantha Fox? I had a lot of Samantha Fox on my wall. I found her very, very sexy. So did I. Yeah. And uh, she, every now and then there'll be a video. Samantha Fox uh, pops up on a 80s or I guess more 90s. She was 90s. Uh, one oh. of those reunions. Was she? Wasn't she maybe, a, maybe from 88 to 94? To me, she was just 88. <laughs> I don't think I She's remembered those. February to mid <laughs> yeah. April of 88. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Did she not reach the 90s? It was not. Naughty Girls Need Love Too, and then there might have been one oh, other song. God, what a sexy video. <laughs> I had, I was Matt Dillon, Duran Duran, mm-hmm. 
Those are the two big ones I remember. But I, I think you do. When you're an obsessive fan, like it sounds like we all were, you do count because like somehow counting just proves your yes. devotion. Uh, look how big of a fan I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, many, how many pictures do you have up on your wall? I've got the receipts. <laughs> Although I didn't because I would steal the Tiger Beat magazine. <laughs> yeah. oh. I would go into CVS and like rip the page out with her. You're picture. a hooligan. Yeah. I only did that a couple of times. I but. said, and I've said to many people, you're the second most trustworthy guy I know. The second most honest person I've known. I'm not going to buy a whole Tiger Beat. For, and, and no one buying Tiger Beat wanted that Paul Abdul They picture. all wanted it. No, they they wanted Corey Haim. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, I'm the only man yes, who was, yes. or the only male that was interested in. No, I was buying it too because Rex Smith might pop up. <laughs> uh, Tess, I'm at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove. This is 20 something years ago now, and I'm uh, checking out, and the guy in front of me is checking out, and uh, and I've said this, told the story before, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my. God, I don't know who that is. It's the most handsome man I've ever seen in my entire life. That guy's got star power. I understand how now a, an agent could be somewhere and go, I must sign that person because they have a glow about them. They are a star. And then he turned enough where I went, oh, fuck, it's Matt Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> and he was stunning. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Like, there's no way. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I literally, I was truly starstruck because he looked like a fucking star. Uh, yeah. Handsome man. Very we, handsome. We watched My Bodyguard on Friday night. Oh, wow. And, we uh, just watched it recently, too. Your thoughts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, my thoughts were that, um, because, you know, I, I helped start um, sort of a, I guess, you know, podcast. It's a video show weekly that, that's that been going on for a couple of years now called My Favorite Shitty Movie. Right. And I, I don't, I'm not, I so I, my, the two people I started with have kept it going. It's amazing. And I was watching it thinking, you know, it's it's obviously dated in a few places. Um, Martin Mull and his son looking through the telescope at naked women, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's a little dated, but I mm. actually literally <laughs> had, had the thought like, I wouldn't call this this is a guilty pleasure but I wouldn't call it a shitty movie I think a lot of it really holds up and is especially the whole argument about gun control yeah you know and um, and uh, so yeah, it was really great. And Chris, my husband, who's who, who had seen it before and um, related to it uh, for a lot of reasons, because he went to co- he was ninety five pounds when he went to college um, <laughs> uh, and already losing his hair. He uh, and so he, he had experience with, the, with being bullied and stuff. And um, he was uh, he kept saying, "Matt Dillon, what a star this guy is!" Yeah. Like he kept saying it, and he's the one you hate in the movie. But he's still great. He's so great. He's it's so great. a very good made for TV movie. I mean, it it it, it kind of just ends, and yeah. like the ending is like, in my opinion, not satisfying. Uh, but I I made a grand statement in my house that it may be one of my favorite movies of my childhood. So we watched it, and I was like, oh, I it was very much of that time for me being a short guy getting bullied and needing a you know Adam Baldwin type guy to protect me. Uh, and I don't know I, I don't know if it it, it, it didn't. Uh, it didn't hold up for me, and I was bummed because I literally d- proclaimed it one of my favorite films of all time. Because you loved it. I, I, having never seen yeah. it before, which is strange because I was such a Matt Dillon fan, but remember, you couldn't just get anything whenever you wanted yeah. it sure. when we were growing up. You would hope the, vid- the video store had the movie and that it was actually on VHS, and I guess they didn't. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a, so for me, I was surprised by a lot of it. Um, and, uh, Ruth Gordon's great. Ruth Gordon's amazing, and I love that they just made her this horny old lady. Like, how great is that? And um, and the star power, Jennifer Beals and Joan Cusack and, and you know, Adam Baldwin. Who, um, and Chris Makepeace is great. 
Yeah. He's, he was great. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing today. Maybe he's in Arkansas with Reinhold. I don't know what, <laughs> what make peace is up to because he doesn't even show up at any of those, you know, sit at a table and have right. people look at you conventions. Uh, at, I may. That's one where I may actually if, if he was there, I may actually go uh, to meet Chris McPeace, make peace and, and Steve, almost like Steve Perry. Just let him know how important he was to my childhood because he was in meatballs too he was in meatballs which was a does li- not hold up oh no that's a nightmare <laughs> yeah. i'm not so sure that held up by the end of the movie like <laughs> no. seeing it for yeah. the first time it's one of those ones even as a kid you're like this is off this, this is, is off. this is just okay it certainly isn't as funny as they want me to think it is right that, yeah, it's, that is certainly it's stretching yeah. well, i yeah. think we can all we can all say it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter <laughs> it just doesn't matter that's what uh uh, what did he call him? What did he, what did Bill Murray call Chris Makepeace's character? Oh. Remember, he gave him a little nickname. Come on, Riggedy Robert or whatever he, <laughs> he called God. him something. And I've that. seen not all of it, but I've seen some of it in the last year or so too. So, I that's that's I we don't have children, so this is what we do. We stay <laughs> up till three o'clock in the morning watching eighties movies. I think that was a one and done for me. Like I saw it as a kid on video, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. We got it. We watched it over the pan. It was part of our pandemic film festival. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Pandemic was great for film festivals. Yes, it was. Yeah, amazing. Yes, it was. You know what we watched the other night? We watched, uh, Oliver and I watched, uh, oh no, we started watching Point Blank. Point Blank with uh, uh, that guy and Angie Dickinson and uh, John Vernon. Uh, the star is, what? what's his name? Uh, Jesus Christ. He's uh is it Bronson, maybe? No. Garen, please look up Point Blank of the Star. Not the not the one with um, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's Point Break. Yeah, point Break. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought he was saying, too, point at first. Blank. I was like, Wait, it is a really... Lee Marvin? It's a, Lee Marvin. Okay. It's oh. a, it is a trippy movie. Carol very, O'Connor. Very also. trippy. Carol O'Connor is in oh it. Oh, my God. The, the great Angie Dickinson is in it. Weird. John, You know who John Vernon is? No. He uh, ends up being... Uh, the credits say, and introducing John Vernon... Uh, he then be, uh, years later was uh, Dean is it Wormer in Animal House okay yeah, oh. yeah he's the Dean I could have just said the Dean in Animal House and looked like I knew what I was talking about <laughs> as opposed to questioning it I think you I think you got the name right though Wormer I think so Dean Wormser Wormer 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 Wormer, Wormer. yeah okay. got him right it's John Vernon uh, <laughs> so uh, you watched My Bodyguard over the weekend we did. We watched it on Friday night, and then we, we neither one of us had ever seen Notting Hill, so we started that. Oh, that's a nice movie. Like uh, movie. We we were out. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh. we. I don't think we got through it. We enjoyed seeing the, the pictures in uh, London. Well, you know what's weird about it? And again, I hadn't seen it in real time, so I've only got whatever that I you know I hadn't seen it when it came out. Is she says precious little for the first like hour of that movie, mm-hmm. which is as much as I saw. So. It's this whole weird thing that we're just supposed to believe because it's Julia Roberts that like there's something about this woman that he's attracted to or there's something fun about her personality or there's something that makes them a good couple. Like it doesn't have any of the standard. They're not like it's just like, oh, yeah, she's hot. So, of course, he wants to be with her. And of course, we're just supposed to take it for granted because we paid our money to go see this movie that Mm -hmm. they're meant to be together. And let's be very clear to us. If Matt Dillon asked me out that day, I would be dating Matt Dillon right now. That's exactly what it's about. So, yes, it's about a star (laughs) just like blowing you away with their star quality. Yeah, I guess I just needed more. I needed something like she, you know, if you know, like if you made a joker. But isn't also about her being a little bit like uh, like like. I don't remember the movie that well, but like, I think maybe part of it is that like she has to put up walls because she's famous. Right. And so like at the beginning, she is a little bit like walled off and he has to break that down. Is that true? Or am I making that up? No, I think you're right. 
I, I think that there's, um, I, I think that you're right about that, but I just think then, then there's a different way into that. Yeah. You know? It's also just very much like, I think maybe part of what you're getting at is like so many movies are just so strongly from the male perspective. It's just like, like women can watch this if they want to, but this is about a dude wanting to sleep with Julia Roberts. That's what this is about. And and they don't even set him up as necessarily being the type of guy who would care also. Like he's such yeah. a, like, I have a travel bookstore, which is like a niche within a niche, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. of a thing. So it's sort of like, but he's great yeah. in it. He's 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 that charming. He's charming in everything. He's great in everything. Yeah, he, it, he really is. It was rich, was it written by Richard Curtis or yeah? Those are those movies that like if if you only if your only exposure to British culture were those movies, you'd be like, England is just a world of people with really tight friend groups, and it seems so <laughs> yes. fun to be like like your friends are so important to you, and like your whole world revolves around getting together and drinking wine. <laughs> like it's like that's not my like I don't know what that's like at all, but it seems really fun. Like I the, should tell you this, it's very much her life. Oh, is it? Oh, they have people over oh. for wine all the time. Well, yeah. then you should have clicked with this instantly. Yeah, but we don't like sit there and like make a game out of like telling our sad stories. Like yeah. I don't know, it's probably don't been a while you, since it's, it was. It I was know a Boris bummer. Hamilton. Yes, you do. He doesn't have it. His sad story is like how they were out of his favorite sandwich or something. <laughs> <laughs> did you like? Let me. Let me. Did you like Forty Weddings and a Funeral? Is that a movie you like? I did. I don't know if it holds up. Like again, I saw it in you know when right. it came yeah, out, I and I love the structure. It tells you right up front what it is. <laughs> yeah. You're getting four weddings and a funeral, yep. folks. You get to the third wedding, you're like, what haven't we had yet? A funeral <laughs> that must be coming. Do you think they'll do the four weddings and then the funeral at the end? Probably not. Like yeah, it's yeah, per- it's it exactly is. what it says. It's yep. very good. We just we just we, we watched it during the uh, pandemic film yeah. festival and it held up. I thought it did. Yeah, I had not seen it. Uh, back in the day oh wow that was one i had oh, that was your seen. first viewing of it yeah interesting yeah well it, it's also sort of like what is what do you guys think a satisfying romantic comedy is like i i'm curious because harry met sally yeah to yeah. me that's yeah. the like perfect movie the in general it's a perfect movie but it's also a perfect romantic comedy what was the one that came out a couple years ago with seth rogan oh, oh that was really good and and shirley theron yeah, oh, I haven't seen that. The one with the, 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 She's the president the, the of the election one. Yeah. yeah. God, that was probably the, the best. The candidate. No, the. Yeah, it's just something like that. I me- I never saw it. Oh, I it's really to, good. I gotta yeah, write this down I should I see it. I to watch it. I forgot about that, too. What's it called, Garen? It's called. She's like, um, she's running for president or she's a speaker. Something like that, She's yeah. secretary of state or something. Or am I just getting it confused with Madam Speaker now? Like, <laughs> you may be doing it. Yeah. I believe she's the president. Is she's running for president? Or she a governor? Or maybe she's a vice president and she's running for president? Something like that. <laughs> Hold on. Come on, Garen. This website is garbage. So, like, what, IMDb? Oh, no, a different website. <laughs> so do you think Harry and, when Harry Met Sally is great because they give you time to see why they're meant for each other? They, like, give you time to develop the relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's also, it, it's also built on a really simple, strong idea, which is, one person thinks men and women cannot be friends and the other one is like, that's stupid. And then you see them over the years, like wrestle with that together and separately. But it's kind of interesting because I think everyone has an opinion about that themselves. So when you start watching it and that comes up in the first scene, you're like, or whatever, the first five minutes, you say you have your own thoughts and you're like, yeah, that's true. They can't be or like, no, that's not true. And then you get to see that that idea explored which is cool but it's also just super funny and and they're both great in it and and what what would your answer be Tess if you had to come up with the perfect romantic comedy you know I 
love Bridget Jones's diary. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it many times. I'm not. I, I'd have to see it again to really unpack what it is I love about it um, to see if it still has the same same thing for me because you know it's it's basically there it's a modern version of Pride and Prejudice and in you know which obviously is a very classic classic book they keep remaking the movie over and over again and um, and Colin Firth played Mr. Darcy in both and and I do think like when I look at it both of these works and think about it I'm like yeah, probably not great about me that I'm like, <laughs> I think the one with the detached, removed guy who withholds mm. approval and affection is some romantic ideal. Probably says a lot about my relationship of the past 20 years. You know, um, but Has it like, only been 20 years? Uh, I'm shaving time off because yeah. now people do math in their head and that's not good. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah. now it just dates you. Um, you so, were together before Danielle and I were, yeah. so... It's were we really? Well, we, we when did you guys get together? Ninety eight. Yeah, but well, we got together in ninety seven. That's yeah. right. That's before. <laughs> if I'm looking at a calendar, that's before. <laughs> we're we're gonna yeah, but like, once you're up there, it's like you know the difference between like fifty two and fifty three or something. You're like, it's no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I I just I wonder if I would um I wonder if I'd have the same thing. I I watched last night the second Enola Hughes movie. Oh, Enola Holmes. Why am I saying Enola, Enola Hughes? <laughs> And, um, oh, did we like the second one? I loved it, and I think it's a good. I think it's a great romantic comedy. Hmm. I think the romance angle in it is really sweet. And I was totally there for it. I don't remember what we thought. Yeah. By that, I mean my family. I don't remember what the three of us went hmm. said afterwards. Your hive mind. <laughs> and I can't remember any of it. I can't. Re- I can't. I, did you see it? I don't think I even heard it. <laughs> it's the no, yeah. sticks. What the match? They work in the match factory. Yeah, but I, I, no, I, I, I must have seen it. I like that she's like, this is who I am, and I want to be this independent person. And he's like, I'm there for it. I'm a lord. He's, you know, theoretically, like, in real life, he'd have people going, you can't even be seen with this woman, let alone want to pursue her romantically and stuff. But he's like, no, I'm there for it. Mm. I, I love that that message uh, told in the frame of these, uh, you know, these quirky little characters. Yeah. Well, there we go. The movie chat. Mm-hmm. I'll put a What's the name of that movie, Gary? Long shot. Long the long shot. shot. It's yeah. worth seeing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I did too, yeah, Garen. And well, I they did. don't make them like that. They don't make adult romantic comedies anymore, really. Yeah. And that probably was the best one that I've seen in 20 years. I agree with you. I oh. wasn't expecting to like it at all because nope. I, 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 I wasn't in on him uh, until that movie, quite frankly. I yeah. wasn't a Seth Rogen guy until that movie. Mm-hmm. And now I'm all in on Rogan. Mm. Seems like too much. But. <laughs> and by that, I mean Joe Rogan. I'm all in on Joe Rogan. Sure. <laughs> He's got some really great things to I say. I get those vitamins. You got, dude, you go to his website. He's got the links to there. Uh, you want to get all the supplements. I mean, he looks great. So whatever he's doing, I want to do it too. I want in on that. I want the skin peel. <laughs> I, want, uh, I want the supplements, whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. I want the Invermectin, right? I want to suck that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do this thing. He and then. Like- Walking high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. But now it's time for... Garen sucks. All right, let me go to the, uh, the uh, uh, email. And here's your... Qu- All right, here we go. You ready? Here comes your subject matter. Here's your subject. I'm not ready. Um, all right, is everybody ready? Are we? Um, no, I'm ready. 
By the way, we got uh, we did get an email from uh, uh, Grenier, Danny Grenier. Dan Grenier. Yeah. And uh, we have the template now, do we not? Yes. And yes. I I don't know whether you're going to spearhead that matter. Yeah. I, I I kind of I don't know. What do you guys think? I kind of he sent us a, a like a edited like he fixed things and changed things. Yeah. I kind of like this. I kind of like it this way. Well, he, he, sent, said, us he both. said both. He I should both. tell you that I didn't. It, it, it did not come through on mine, so oh, okay. I, I don't know what it looks so like. So he sent us the, the existing one, mm-hmm. and then he sent us a new one that, that like you said, this box is smaller. It, he fixed the typo, mm-hmm. but he fixed it in a way that now there's a new problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though, that we have the file, so we can, if we want to fix it more, we. Is oh, I don't can. know if we need to overthink this thing. That, that, oh, come like on. This? It's Elliot you're talking about. <laughs> and you? What do you mean? And you? You're the one that brought it up. No, I say I, I'm saying I like this. I, I'm, I'm attached to it. Now. I don't like that guy. I'm partial. <laughs> Maybe we should make some of one, some of the other. You can you can choose which one you want. Pick and, pick and choose. choose. All right. Well, well, you got to get them made first guess, and foremost. What do you guys pick and choose, buddies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool. Yeah. We go to the pick and choose. Yeah, I go to the pick and choose. I miss pick and save. Shut up. <laughs> uh, are we ready? Yeah. <laughs> that ended quick. Uh, um, I don't need. To, we don't need a raps romantic. <laughs> <laughs> about pick that, and save that western font isn't it right near your house isn't no it but right now there? it's big lots on they're, venice they're not they're not pick and save anymore pick and save as a brand is gone it became ah, big lots rest in peace i heard big lots is uh, the one near my house is closing that's what i just heard oh boy uh all right here we go word origins your subject Word origins. So, like, a, yeah, you got the thing, right? You can only wager one of those very few numbers. Word <laughs> origins. All right. Uh, we forgot to check last week if our last guest crossed off the most their most recent. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, there should be. There should be. Let me just say four. this, Tess. Twelve is not available if you think it is. <laughs> oh, I did not pick that. Okay, but I will good. cross it off for the yeah. next. Thank you. Yeah, I, I crossed, had a feeling I that Todd did My bet. Thank you. Yes. Todd bet twelve. And what's the category again? Did you you remember that he bet 12? I just looked down and saw the... Oh, you have it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the category is word origins. Word origins. Word, word origins. origins. Let me know when you have your bet in. Sure. Then I will read you the question. We only have two left, right? Uh, three. 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 Oh, three. We have to have three because yes, we're 22 right. and it's going to go to 25. Okay. Word uh, origins. Uh, Tess, Tess is a writer. She probably knows a lot about word origins. Okay, Garen, you got your bed in? Yes, sir. That'd do you like a good crossword. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you do, the, do, do you do the New York Times what, every Sunday? No, I'm not good enough for the Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good enough for the Tuesday, to yeah. be honest with you. I have troubles with Wednesday. I've got a big book of Wednesday. That's that's where, I'm, that's where I land. <laughs> Wednesday's your... That's your sweet spot. Yeah, sometimes I sometimes I breeze through it. Sometimes I throw it across the room. So I feel like that's where I belong. Yeah. There's a new game. I don't know if you liked Wordle or got into Wordle or anything, but there's a new game that I think crossword people would like to. Uh, it's called Word Apply, and they give you like three or four letters, and you uh, like together, and you have to make the longest word you can make with those letters in, yeah. the, in together. Like so, they have to stay together. So like they could give you A G E. Right, and then you have to think of the longest word that appendage. Has, there you That's, go. That would be a valid one. That's one. Yeah. And so, and you have five chances and the scoring is like, if you get the, if you get the longest possible word, you get points. Uh, common word is what they call it. And then sometimes you can go a little bit even over that and then you get extra, like, they're like, wow, great job. But, the, but also they add up all the different letters you've used. And so like that, that number of like how many letters you were mm-hmm. able to use is, is your points basically. All right. It's fun. Word apply. Well, it sounds out. fun. Word applies where to go. It's and on Guardian's uh, website. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, all right, we got everybody bet. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, the word astronaut comes from the Latin for what two words? You mean the what Latin words or like what what those words mean in English? Right? <laughs> that would be my question. I'm going to say it's what they mean in English. I, yeah, right. The word astronaut comes from the Latin for what two words? Uh, yes, I'm going to say the... Right. Well, I guess we'll find out when we read well, the I, answer. It's, it's not going to be the Latin. He, right. Th- that's not the answer. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do we all agree with that? That yeah. we're looking for two English so, words? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got to be. There's two parts to astronaut. What are those two parts? Mean? Yeah, what are those two parts? Very good. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Tess Rafferty is here. The book is called uh, Lion in the Sun. To Lion in the Sun. Where's my camera? Oh, it's there right there. Go. Right there, straight in. Yep. There we go. Yeah, Keep holding they... that up. There you uh, go. Yeah. Perfect. Right. Perfect. And again, this is her third. Uh, <laughs> and there's that novelette in there in the novella, rather. I call it a novelette. Just to make things confusing. I called it a novelette. Oh, you did? All right, yes. so I'm not crazy that I said that. You didn't just make that up. That word origin. No, I'm disappointed. Hey, as a as a mystery murder mystery writer, what do you? How do you feel about the Knives Out franchise? What are your thoughts? Do you like them? Do you not like them? I, I do like them. I I think they're fun. I think that they're. Um, I you know I, I wish somebody had made my book before they before we just exhausted the genre of people in fancy locales getting murdered right. frankly uh, that would have been nice but okay not yeah. meant to be and um i uh, but i think they're fun and i think that they're um they go back to that agatha christie thing um yeah. that we all like and i think that it's um what i try to do with my book series is that i think murder mysteries are very cathartic for us and i think it's um you know in a world where so many of our our problems don't have solutions or they're complicated or they're, they're hard to achieve. I think it's nice to be like, I'm going to touch base with this book or this movie for two hours or an hour for a TV show. And there's going to be a simple question, who done it? And I'm going to get an answer by yeah. the end of it. Right. And somebody's going to, a bad guy's going to go to jail. Great. I'm yeah. in. Boom. How great right. is that? You yeah. know, I love it. Yeah. It's very great. And I'm going to see some beautiful locations mm-hmm. and some fun characters and, I kind of felt like maybe the, a twist. The glass yeah. onion, like I wanted more of the location. It's like once they're in the house, I feel like we didn't get to enjoy it's the house. Yeah, we didn't. It's like but maybe it's art. they were shooting it during COVID. I guess that's part of the problem, maybe. But oh, um, that beautiful art. And like, I mean, there's and there's also plenty. Like, you know, go check out Shetland on Brickbox because yeah. that's beautiful Asshole. locations. Okay. Go check that I out. mean, we'll there's do. you know Is that about um, the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's where the ponies are from, I guess. Also, Fair Isle sweaters. That's one of the island. One of the Shetland Islands is Fair Isle. Um, I had her poster up too in that first bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one I had on my wall. Uh, all that's right, we a got... drag queen name, Fair Isle. Fair yeah. Isle. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, go around the horn. Get everybody's answer. We'll do all that right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Tess Rafferty's on Instagram at the Tess Rafferty. She's also got a new book out. It's on Amazon. You can get it as in Kindle form or as a paperback. It's called To Lie in the Sun. If you like murder mysteries, check it out. Check out all her work. Um, I'm sure you'll love it. Uh, she's good at stuff. So check that out. Jimmy Pardo. Oh, well, before we get to Jimmy's dates, uh, if you're listening to this uh, on the morning of the 26th of January, we are doing a live stream for tiers two and up of our Platinum subscribers. 11 a.m. Pacific time on the 26th. You can listen to us live as we record the show. That means you can even hear what's going on in the breaks, kind of, if we're near the microphones at least. And then we'll take some phone calls at the end of that episode just for the live stream listeners. So that'll be fun. 
Check it out. we got a great guest coming up. And then, uh, let's see, Jimmy Pardo is going to be in Paris, Texas on the 27th of January. He is uh, hosting Pop Culture at the Lyric Hyperion uh, on February 2nd. And then February 4th, he's in the Yoohoo Room doing stand-up comedy at Flappers. And uh, speaking of the Yoohoo Room, Never Not Funny is going to be live in the Yoohoo Room on the 7th of February. That's our first Never Not Funny Live in I don't even know how long, three years. It's going to be so fun. Hope you can make it. Go to flapperscomedy.com for all uh, Flappers and Yoohoo Room type dates uh, for that stuff. And then Jimmy's at Go Bananas in Cincinnati on the 17th and 18th of February. And then he's in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at uh, the Olympic Theater on the uh, 11th of March. Go to jimmyparter.com for all his dates and deets and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here America. to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm-hmm. filet mignon. Mm-hmm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day oh my god they got all this all sorts of things over there they got delicious things over there head to factormeals.com slash pardo50 use code pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active factor good food fast Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah where are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when 
I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, in their these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these are broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, the episode number is uh, on the website. Uh, take, a, take a look there and get all the information you Go need. Go to nevernotfunny.com. Yeah, head over there. You can see the uh, you, you can see two things. You can see the episode number and who the guest is. So do that. I won't waste your time with that now. <laughs> uh, Tess Rafferty is here. She's got the hot new book, uh, To Lie in the Sun, her third murder mystery in an exotic place. Yeah. Do you get the sense, Jimmy, that that's a, a double meaning? Oh. Yes, I do. Lie in the sun. Yes, I do. Oh, perhaps. Because it's not to lay in the sun, is it, Matt? No. No. That would be improper grammar. <laughs> yeah. Would it be? I don't know. I think you could probably say both. Let's ask the writer. Can you yeah. say to lay in the sun? I'm going to go lay out in the sun. No, I don't think you can. Because lay t- has a different meaning. The two in front of it, yeah. You, what? I, you, the lay is a conjugation of the verb, right? I lay, like he, you know. I lay in the I sun. I lay in the sun, but it's to lie. Right. Would be the. Uh, I'm going to lie. I'm going to go, to, I'm gonna go lay out the, the sun. Um, I'm going to go lay out in the sun. Infinitive form, right? I. I, I've looked this up, and I f- but I don't remember the answer, but I feel like it just has a completely different meaning. Like, if you lie, it's you, but if you lay, it's something else. Like, you lay out a suit. Right, but you would lie on the suit, I mm-hmm. think is it. Don't do that. That's bad for the suit. Yeah, it's probably really <laughs> yeah, bad. It wrinkles the suit. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> I'm not 100% stu- sure that. What a stupid fucking thing you're doing. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Why are you laying on suits? What are you, I some mean, sort of pervert? You like to fuck on suits? It's yeah, a, it's a, a suit fucker? <laughs> it's a nice suit. Well, some people it say, like, nice. lay the table, you right. know, instead of set the table, mm-hmm. lay the table. That yeah. doesn't mean you know table. His, you know whose house I never go back to? <laughs> that person's. <laughs> We're going to lay the table, ma'am. Are you? You're going to do it without me near it. You don't, you don't go back many places, do you, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> you finally I understood. <laughs> I do not. That feels like almost yeah. Amish to say that you lay the table. Like, it feels very old-fashioned. Yeah. Who's yeah. that comic that was a... Amish guy for what was his Kivon? Remember Kivon? No. Everybody's got a gimmick. I wish. I <laughs> <laughs> you wore your little uh, skirt for a while. You had, you had your gimmick. I did have my gimmick. Uh, yeah. Um, well, you know, it's very, it's very hard for it's 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 interesting thing like women what they wear. It's it's there's pros and cons to everything um, in terms of uh, you know what what. I don't, I'm sure it's different now, but what you wore on stage. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, When's the last time you did standing up comedy? Standing up comedy? I don't remember. I, I, I truly don't. Uh, definitely before the pandemic, obviously. But um, and, and, you know, and then I would do certain I did would do essay shows and things like sure. that, which were a little bit different. And I did that pretty much up until 2019 or something. But stand up, I don't remember. Joe Wagner uh, ruined it for me. I'll oh. tell you why. He said to me one day. <laughs> Back in the beginning of Twitter, he's like, "What? I can, you know, I can go to an open mic and try out new jokes in front of like eight, fifteen people, you know, whatever, twenty-five if you're lucky somewhere." He's like, 
Or I could go home and write it online and thousands of people see it. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. What am I doing in a car? Well, because you like the instant <laughs> feedback. You like the laughs. You like the vibe. You like to get in there. I, I do, and I like performing, and there, there's yes. that, too. Um, but, but yeah, you know, different. I, I guess I'm lucky. I don't want to say I'm lucky or unlucky, but I started getting other things that scratched that itch, I think. Right. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I 100% understand is what I meant to say, and I lost interest in my own sentence. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go around. Let's do it. Sitting cross-legged on the floor. Garen, first is that is that buzz just in my headphones? By the way, no, I heard it that time. You heard it? What was that? I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's when you touch when you're touching your headphones. Are you electrocuting yourself with your headphones? It's definitely now. It's there nonstop. Jeez, weird. I wonder if that's just in the headphones or or it's in the. Uh, I hope it's not in the recording. Okay, I don't hear it. Well, I, I was hearing it, so. No oh boy, that would mean it would be in the recording. All right, well, let's go on now. Uh, the word astronaut comes from Latin for what two words? Garen, you know, Garen, what did you do over the weekend? Anything of import? Um, I watched Violent Night. Violent Night. You thought it was anything? We thought it was nothing but fun. It's a. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's, I agree with that. Yeah, it looked yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. The script is very good. Shocking. Like, like, you wouldn't think it is, but it's really well written, I think. And more importantly, who's in it? The most underrated actor in uh, 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 our lifetime. John Leguizamo? The great John Leguizamo. Yeah. God damn it, he's great. He he's great in everything. He eats it up. He's yeah. in the menu, too. Have you seen it? I've not seen the menu yet. Oh, should see it. We're going to see. Well, my, my son was under the impression it was a scary movie, so we've been avoiding it. Uh, we are now, we've since been told that it's not a scary movie. So I believe we're watching it this evening. You're not going to want to go back there again either for dinner. Okay. <laughs> I just see the so I know that. Um, yeah, I don't go back. To your point, I, I do not go back to a lot of places. They lay the table for sure. Stop <laughs> it. Nobody says that. Uh, all right, so you saw Violent Night. Anything else? I finished Paul T. Goldman, which I don't think anybody else has. So. Oh, no, we finished it. I have not. But they have. All right, yeah. very good. So, all right, talk about that another day in time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, these will be on the air conversation, but we can certainly <laughs> talk about it. By the way, in terms of lay versus lie, uh, you lie down, but you lay something down. That's the Yeah, lay some remember. fucking so pipe. The thing we yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Confirming. So we're back to fucking. Uh, <laughs> try unplugging and replugging your headphones. I, 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 I thought I did that. I thought I. Uh, it's not me, right? No. Mm -mm. No, it's. Uh... There we go. Let's see if that helps. Thank uh, you. Um, I think it did, actually. Uh, all right, Garen, it's exciting and new today, the question. Uh, <laughs> just like the limbo. What, uh, astronaut, Latin for what two words? I just said not ground. Not ground. <laughs> not yeah. ground. Not, wow. not astro. Not ground. <laughs> <laughs> Masters in English. Uh, yeah. No. Screenwriting. No, screenwriting. screenwriting. Come on. Be, be fair. That's dude. fair. No, that's fair. No, I was unfair. Fair. You're right. We should be fair. Yeah. I had a golf scholarship. I can't be helpful. <laughs> Spoiler. Did not have a scholarship. No. <laughs> yeah, you would have gone. You had that you license gotta... plate, though. I had that license plate. PGA Tour 1. P PGA 99. PGA 99. <laughs> it's going to get a big laugh when I pull up. <laughs> what, a, what an awful joke that was. Committed. That fired on me. Very much committed. Uh, all right, let's check in with the bomb cyclone. He's right there behind Video Village. That's Elliot Hochberg from Palms, California. <laughs> yes, sir. 
Uh, anything happen at Palms over the weekend? You need to do a tell Tess about? Uh, no, nothing new in Palms, but I will say that I had to return an item that I bought from Amazon, and they recommended that I go to your local Whole Foods. Oh, head over there. I did head over there. It was nice. It was nice. It's a big Whole Foods. It's a big Whole Foods, but uh, uh, not unlike what we were talking about earlier, uh, the parking's a fucking disaster. Well, luckily, we could walk there. I mean, I will say that the driving, because La Cienega, I went on Friday. Oh, dude, what are you doing? Well, I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think hard enough about Jefferson it. Jefferson and, and uh, La Cienega okay, on a Friday? It's the worst. They suck... <laughs> I should have taken the train is what I really should have done. Yes. But I didn't think about that. So and I had some other errands I needed to run. So I wanted to be out and about. So that part was bad. Although once I got into the garage, actually, it wasn't that big of a deal. Good and leaving, you. going back home, real easy. Yeah, it's a breeze going that direction. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the only reason why I bring it up at all is because so, of course, they want they want to do that so that you go shopping. And of course, I did. And it's all overpriced. Fair enough. I remember when Whole Foods was not overpriced and it wasn't a big corporate thing. Who cares? We all have memories. We're <laughs> exactly. Notting um, Hill. All, yeah. all memories. Are yes. These are there. these are things we remember. Yours is Whole Foods. Go uh-huh. ahead. But um, I uh, when I when I go to a, a grocery store I haven't been in a while or I haven't been to at all, I look around and see what the new things are. I bought. I don't know. if You would have seen this. Yeah. Uh, Blackberry water. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't know. So there's a bunch of waters, and they're just they have a fruit. It says a fruit name and then water. Yeah. So I got the blackberry because I like blackberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it was potentially gonna be a fail because every time I've had something like that, it's been a fail. Here's what it is: it is refreshing water that smells like blackberry. It doesn't taste like blackberry. Okay. It doesn't have any offensive flavor to it at all. It's basically just like almost like cucumber water in that sort of refreshing mm-hmm. nature. But it doesn't have. But it does smell like blackberry, and I thought that's pretty nice. And so I thought. It's near your house. I'll tell Jimmy. And that's my story. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's very I, similar to the raspberry, uh, the blackberry water, in that it's got all the makings of a story. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a story. It smells yeah. like a story, but. Uh, was, it refresh, it. was it refreshing, though? It's just, yeah, it wasn't even refreshing. There's actually no taste, nothing to it. Well, I ha- it had an end. Where I, said, an end. where I said the story yeah. was over. Yeah, yeah like when, the, when you drink the last sip. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, so it's similar. Yeah. I would be disappointed by that. I would want it to taste like blackberry. I would, too. I, I thought so, too, but then. I, like I say, I've tried some of these other ones where they have like artificial yeah. uh, sugar mm-hmm. and whatever in there, or they try to make it like like the Lacroix is not something that I have an interest in. No, it's a, it's a snooze. Yeah, but um, and you're a big BlackBerry guy. You've I had like BlackBerry for years. Well, uh, as a kid growing up, we had wild BlackBerries. Talk, talk about your phone. Oh, that's very. <laughs> oh, I didn't really make that connection because my mom used to make BlackBerry jam and oh. I loved it. Oh, yeah, it was great. I have I have nice memories of that as well. <laughs> so it I wonder. Sound good. You yeah. don't often talk about nice memories from your childhood, so yeah. uh, that was very refreshing. So you know what you did it. <laughs> it <was> very refreshing, <laughs> just like the drink. Oh my god, you hit every yep, note. Finally did. <laughs> Woo! What's your guess for astro uh, astronaut? The two words from Latin. So I feel pretty confident that astro is star. Okay. Um, it could be sky, but I think it's star. And then I was thinking like Argonauts, Jason and the Argonauts. Mm-hmm. So there's not in there. So I'm going star crewman. Star Crewman is my answer. Star Crewman. Oh. Yep. Which I believe, that it's, it's, isn't he on mornings over there? At the <laughs> yeah. Star, Star Crewman here with you. <laughs> I'm uh, Earl Bailey. Um, Matt, what's your guess? I went with just the most obvious and, and definitely incorrect guess, which is the first thing I thought of. Space Explorer. Okay. <laughs> oh. That could be it. Could be it. Could very well be yeah. it. 
Uh, all right, cr- crossword whiz. What did you come up with? Oh, I'm not a whiz, and I'm mad because I didn't know that not meant crewman. I didn't put I, together with the. I Ar- don't know that it does. Oh, you don't know that it does. So you're just, just going Argon- very literal. The Argonauts, because the Argo is the boat. Um, and what about yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Argonauts, because I was sitting there trying to think of the Latin, and when I don't know Latin particularly well, but I always revert to Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, but the closest I could get would be note for night. So which oh. so I picked star night, which doesn't really mm-hmm. um, yeah, it doesn't really uh, starting to think that uh, Astro means star. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I didn't put together. Um, so anyway, that's that's where I that's where I landed with it. I tried I tried was like, is it a tour? Is it a knot? I was like thinking knots like knots of speed on the seas. Is there yeah, something well, and like what about nautical? The word. Oh, nautical. they're nautical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh star water. Star water. Yeah. yeah star splash. It, it, it has a smell of stars. Yeah. Star sailor. Star sailor. Yeah. Could be star sailor. Could be star sailor. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That's that's where I landed. That's that's poetic. That's star to call, night. It, be called a star Wasn't sailor. Wasn't there a band called Star Sailor? Oh, I don't know. I thought there, is there, there a band should be. similar to that? There's Sailor Moon, which is a... Yeah, anime. I'm yeah. not thinking yeah. of that. I can so, guarantee wait. that. <laughs> Was there a Star Sailor? Is there there a star is a Star Sailor yeah, band. I got it right. I think they were on Conan once. Oh, isn't that fun? English the post Brit pop band. Yeah, and I think I bought their album based on uh, you know four minutes on a TV show. <laughs> and the lead singer's name was Luke Star Star, star Sailor. Right? I think <laughs> it I could not get that out for the yeah. life of me. <laughs> I still yes and uh, here's my shit answer: Space Nut. Space nuts. <laughs> it looks like the like space like space nuts. Guys are space nut. Like, like, like more space, space nuts. nuts. Exactly. Yeah, nuts for space. That's what I want. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll find out uh, just how bad of a guess that is right now. Maybe. What if he's like, the answer is Astro and not. Those are the two, <laughs> the two Latin words that make up this. Uh, let's find out together. Uh, mm-hmm. What was your guess again, Matt? Uh, space Explorer. Space Explorer. <laughs> I, I literally thought there would be at least one other person to be like, yeah, I'm just going to say this. I feel like that's the most obvious literal because that's what it means. Which right? one, please? Space Explorer. All right. Uh, Tess, what did you land on? Star Night. Oh, yeah, Star Night. K-N-I-G-H-D or? N-I-G-H-D. <laughs> well, here's what happened. Oh. I'll give you the answer in a second, but I, w- I will tell you that one of the people in here, uh, it's not their guess, but they guessed it. In okay. conversation, somebody... Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, came up with this answer. So no one got it right? Nobody got it right. Oh, boy. Uh, but Tess uh, figured it out and just uh. walking it through, Star Sailor. Nice. Uh, Star Sailor. Astro Star, not Sailor. And it makes sense since it's kind of what an astronaut is. Thank you, son. It um, kind of fits with the theme of my life, which is choking when it counts and <laughs> getting it right when it getting it right when it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's how I like to roll, Jimmy. Well, you did yeah, it. Uh, uh, you, a good, still a good showing yeah. that, you, that you stumbled into it. No money, you don't no. get a prize. Although maybe you Wait, do because of the we'll betting. We'll find out about the betting. Yeah. All right, so everybody got it wrong. Nobody got star sailor. Star sailor. I'm mad because I had I had one. Uh, low bet number left but I didn't use it because I was like Tess is going to get this right even if I don't or if no one else does so I but you wasting the low bet you should only low bet if you think no one's going to get it right yeah so I, I didn't use my low bet what'd you go with then just say what you I said 13 13 the baker's dozen uh, Garen what'd you go with 17 17 mm-hmm. huh Pardo's lucky number what Elliot my, <laughs> is it yeah it's my lucky number oh I didn't know that I mean because of I the mean, winger, I mean, winger song <laughs> You know what? Because of the Chicago 17, for some reason, okay. that oh. is why. 
Uh, and then it was number seven growing up uh, because of Alan Bannister's uh, number on his jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized that uh, upwards of uh, everyone picks seven as their lucky well, number. Well, because of Mickey Mantle. There's yeah. a whole generation of New York-based men who <laughs> picked yeah. that number. But I mean, even women. Women pick yeah. seven. Well, Everybody's... it's lucky seven at the slots, yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of bullshit. Guy yeah. in the Bible. What are you pressing? Nobody knew the answer. Okay. I do feel like Star Yes. Well, that's actually not true. There was, there was, there was one decent guess. Karen, let the music play. <laughs> this gentleman took the time to record this and send it in. Be polite and not talk over it. It wouldn't be nice to talk over it the whole time. If you're really <laughs> <laughs> um, that is uh, Nathan Diffie. Is that Nathan Diffie? Yes. Thank you, Nathan. We appreciate you sending that to us. Very fun. Yeah. Nobody does it better. The great uh, James Bond theme mm-hmm. that I believe Carly Simon sang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tess, you Why were saying uh, when I. I feel like Star that, uh, Sailor is a stick song. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell Should you, Star, Star Rider is a foreigner song. Oh, yeah. So you're not far off. Yeah. And, and it's Come Sail Away was the stick Come song. That's so. right. Lads. Great song. Sticks. Top five favorite bands of mine. Other people make fun of them. Um, <laughs> what was your bet? 21. 20. Oh, boy. Blackjack, baby. And you lost. Yeah. Tess, what'd you bet? 11. 11. So who wins the lowest number? The lowest number. Bet? I bet. What does that say, Matt Belknap? Four. Four. Nice I bet work. four. So that means I win money. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, look at that. Four was crossed off on mine. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't, and it wasn't on mine. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, that's weird. So we can bet. So there's not numbers that we can't. Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not going to play again before this. No, you're not. Don't worry about it. No, you're not. That's true. I'm not clear on the rules. Um, what is the, the most important takeaway here is that I now have five dollars to go and uh, throw at a guy at Seven Eleven. That's how I. That's why I pay things. I put it in a ball and go. There it is. <laughs> here's Conkazlis for you. See how they handle it. <laughs> Oh, Tess, here's what we do. We do a Joker's Wild style where we're going to count it out. I put my hand out. Matt's going to put it in my hand. And we, we're we counting to five by fives. <laughs> so here we go. And five. five. All right. There we go. Crisp. This one does not smell like coffee because it, it smells like the tea. tea tin. Yeah. I like I, I like the tea smell as much as I hate the coffee smell. <laughs> I just, Although not... I don't hate the coffee smell. I just don't want my pocket to smell like that. I don't know why. I love it. You guys are big into what stuff smells like around here. <laughs> yeah. Is it's that really, true? Is there really something important. else that we Blackberries. Oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, getting anywhere, sniffing anywhere. Is this worth even telling? It's, just, this is one of the weirdest things that's happened to me in, in recent memory. Well, I know. You, you heard the Blackberry thing, right? <laughs> I mean, it's only up from there. Uh, my son was going on a field trip like with the whole his whole class, and so all the parents were standing around like waiting to wave goodbye to them as they got on the bus. And... Uh, one of his friend's moms walked up and said, you smell amazing. I, I'm just, it's, it's to like, you? yeah. And I was like, really? Like what? Did you just flash on a little Harry's? I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't even showered. I'm, I was, I'm, I'm still perplexed by it. But Do you have a meeting today, by the way? You're, dre- you're dressed as if you have a meeting. No, Ryan commented on that too. No. Remember we were going to make, I, I at least decided to make a little more effort on Mondays. And so I, that's what I did. I made a little more effort because it's Monday. It looks very nice. God, is it? <laughs> well, you did a great job. Thanks. Be proud of yourself. I put a collared shirt <laughs> yeah. on. That's all I did. Be proud of yourself. It looks like you. It looks like you're going to a meeting. I'm not. Um, Tess Rafferty is here. Uh, the book is "To Lie in the Sun." 
Uh, it's set where? Italy? Set in Italy. This one is uh, set on the island of Ischia, which is just past Capri. So uh, they're all set in different locations. And uh, where's Capri? Uh, uh, that's, that's just off. <laughs> it's off the Amalfi Coast. Off. Uh, and where's that? <laughs> <laughs> south of Naples. And that's in Italy? That's in Italy, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, nailed it down. Yeah, uh, off the coast of Pompeii. Uh, Vesuvius. Uh, the, the volcano. Yeah, yes, I remember. Yeah, you remember reading about that? I remember there was a song about it. What was that song? I'm caught up in my head because here's how dumb I am. Remember the uh, the Italian restaurant Amalfi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably why it was named that. Because <laughs> it's an Italian sure. restaurant. Because it's right off the Amalfi coast is Italy. and uh, It took me until today. I was today years old. No. <laughs> we must protect me at all costs. <laughs> uh, covering all the memes <laughs> that'd be a good tour name for you what's that protect we, me at we all. must protect me at all costs i wish i would have thought of that before by uh, uh this year yeah because that would not have been a bad one would not have been oh i forgot to bring my poster in to uh show it because uh, uh, i go to paris texas this weekend oh uh, for the start of the uh of my 2023 tour nice yeah. tour is a strong word <laughs> Charlie, I started. Uh, Charlie, Charlie, I just called you Charlie. Do you, because I consider you a son, so it's very strange that you would call me that, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, can I say this by the way? Yes. There's also a thing in that fucking Crystalia documentary where he make he insists that the girls all call him daddy. Yeah. And remember what uh, I like? I jokingly, you know, ironically call myself daddy, mm-hmm. uh, which I've kind of stopped doing. Right. Uh, but uh, I will now never do it again. Yeah. yeah. So, but it made me really fucking creepy that. Ugh. Like I used to I say, never, hey, anyway, daddy's here. Let's do the show. But it, but it wasn't a sexual thing, and it wasn't just towards women. It was to everybody. It was yeah, make, but it was but, sexual. You but it, oh, know that. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't. But it was to everybody. Yeah. But it was also okay. making fun of people who would do that. One hundred percent. Just brings me back to why did anyone? I don't get it. What is sexy about a father? Like that's incest. I, what the fuck I, are you talking I, I don't about? No, as you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, George Michael had a whole song about it. Did that help? Yeah, yeah. Love your father. He really broke it down, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, then he, then he put your tiny hand in mine. Oof. Yeah, tiny hand in mine. He, he was living a lie. What do you want to do? We don't really, we like, we don't really want to know the details of anyone's sex life and just hope it's not illegal. You yeah, know, like I, I think, I think, I, I, I don't think that there's like, I, I think that you know, even the people who aren't doing illegal things, we don't want to know the details. Like yeah. we, we don't understand. We're not going to understand it. Right. Every, to each his own. Everybody's got their own kink. Whatever. If it's it great. works for yeah. the two people involved, exactly. As long as great. it's consensual, not you know, yeah. that's great. Like um, we're all wearing butt plugs right now, right? <laughs> well, we, didn't I mean, need to, we, we, we don't need to know that though. Is I think, oh, I think the point there. Oh, that's <laughs> your point. Um, or you can, or whatever. This is a safe space. There's no shame. You know, it's a safe space until you get in your car and you go, hey, is any chance you could take that thing out i said <laughs> <laughs> but uh my dad had a tape of a of a where's this going radio, of a radio broadcast with paul williams at the i want to say the a and m studios okay and i remember i remember listening to it and i remember one of the things he said and it stuck with me was do anything you want to anybody you want as long as you get the permission first and that was in like 78 like to me that was like that seems like the most reasonable thing mm-hmm. to do yeah 100 percent. yeah that includes anything. You want to shoot an arrow at them. As long as you get the permission first. As long as you get the permission. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it was in the context of sexual things. I understand yes. Paul Williams fucked a lot in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I got to imagine he did. I don't know if you remembered all of it, but. No, yeah. He was all coked up. Yeah. But, uh, I got to imagine. Famously. Yeah. I, I got to imagine a, 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 a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. A lot of rainbow connections. A lot of. <laughs> 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 Some day songs. <laughs> um, all right. Listen, we're going to go. Uh, anyway, you smell great today. Thanks. And. Uh, Thank you for com- confirming uh, what one. Interesting. You had no. Sp- and you were outdoors? Yeah. That's what was weird about it. 
She like walked up as if she had smelled it from a from distance, distance and wanted needed to come closer to, to inform me. And then well, Alicia was with you. Was mm-hmm. with you right? so yeah. Did you then go, do I smell nice? And she just would no. I didn't. <laughs> we were in a group of people and I was kind of just, I mean, I was weirdly flattered, but I also was kind of like, it's, it's, I was like, I think we need to try to move past this because uh, it's a little weird. I'd be very flattered. I would, I, I'd peacock around and feel great about it for a day and a half. Get a load of this noses. Yeah. <laughs> you probably want to be near me. <laughs> Uh, well, congratulations, Matt. Thanks. It's a big day. <laughs> uh, Tess, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Where, the, where do the folks find the book? Uh, go to uh, Amazon. It is on it's on Amazon. Amazon is on Kindle and it is available in paperback. So, Wonderful. Yeah. Either or. Your deal right. is choice. Do, do you do, have any signings coming up where people can go and see you read a little bit from it and then get a signature? Uh, no, I wish. I wish I did. But um, I started doing this during the pandemic. And so I've done like online stuff and I haven't scheduled a new one because I don't know, you know, life's tough. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of balls up in the air at all times. <laughs> I got to watch my bodyguard. I got to watch <laughs> half a Notting Hill before I switch over to Spy. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Spy? What's, what's Spy? With Melissa uh, McCarthy? Melissa, McCar- Melissa McCarthy oh, movie. Yeah. That's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a great fun. movie. We, um, I watched it again on Friday night when I after I bailed on Notting Hill, and it holds up. Yeah, great, great movie. Always enjoy it. I like all of her movies except one, and I can't remember the name of the one. I remember it, it's a Netflix, you, direct to Netflix. Oh, oh the Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Strike. Yeah, but what's the other one too? Remember, she had two that came out during the pandemic. I there was the one where she was like a. Like a Martha Stewart type. Maybe? That was the boss. Like that. that was in oh, the I like that. Yeah, I the like boss that. was great. That was really good. But she, there was one when she was red hot in like three movies a year that I feel like you came in here and you were like, oh, I did, that one wasn't good. But it wasn't. It wasn't the boss. But it was well, like Thunder something was is is not. Yeah, this was before. This is years ago. It was, huh? Yeah, I don't. I saw something in the movie and came back and said I didn't care for it. I. Maybe it was off the air, though. Maybe you didn't want the public didn't to know you were in Not going back. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Super Intelligence. That was the other one we didn't care for at the, during the pandemic. That right? was the HBO one with uh, Bobby Cannavale. Hmm. I like Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, well, was it, was there one that was just a woman's name in the, t- the Oh, I like that title? one. Okay. That, 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 no, that's that not the Tammy. one. Tammy. 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 That was Tammy. a good one. Okay, then that, that isn't good. it. It's not that. And then Identity Theft is really good. Oh. What, what came out right before Spy, Garen? St. Vincent? The Heat? No. The Heat? What was the one where she was uh, like a like a plagiarizing writer? That one's really good. That's, that's her best. Oh, yeah. And that's not really a comedy, though, right? Oh, no, not at all. Happy yeah. Time Murders? Was it that one with the puppets? Oh, yeah. Is there one where she's <laughs> driving? She's a, driving in a car. Is the that kitchen? Ta- is that Tammy? You're thinking of, uh, of identity theft. Yeah. Oh. Or, or no, Jason Bateman's driving in a car. Then he, right? He, he, she steals his identity. I don't know. Life of the Party? I don't know. Oh, that's she, good, too, where she, she goes dri- to college yeah. with her daughter. She kind of drives in all of them, pretty much. She loves to drive. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a pretty common drives. thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really doesn't really make stand out in a drives uh, with a butt plug. The, the Lady Ghostbusters <laughs> one. I like I like the Lady Ghostbusters. Me too. And you're, I don't know. I think I'm I think I'm 98 percent on Melissa McCarthy. Movies. That's great. That's high That's praise. Great average. Yeah. That's high. I want to see. Someone if I should can... tell her. <laughs> Jimmy likes all but these two movies. And then she goes, <laughs> oh, okay, who? Yeah. Uh, Tess, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Right, piece of cake for you. Did you walk over? No, no, I Ubered. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah. yeah. You don't have a car anymore. 
I, I don't. I gave my car up at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, just my lease was up and I was like, I don't think I'm going to be driving for a while. Something tells me. And um, I haven't gotten a new one since, which is fine. I haven't so far needed one. So Well, the good news is if you if you want to buy used, the prices have plummeted. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. Actually, good to know. Especially if the Teslas have gone down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I wonder why. Yeah. I saw an article uh, yesterday that there's a uh, somewhere there's a fundraiser <laughs> where they they're giving a uh, for the past five years or whatever they've given uh, the big prize is a Tesla mm-hmm. and they cannot sell the tickets. Oh, people really? People are interesting to, to buy wow. the raffle tickets. To which I was like, I'll buy a fucking raffle ticket. Yeah, if nobody's fun. buying it, I got yeah. a one in if I get a chance. Right, if I got if I got a better chance, yeah, I'll take a free Tesla. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that guy. Yeah. If it's free, I'm not gonna give him my money. Yeah. He does need to step step down at this point. I think. I think he's ruined his reputation so far. Well, he's kind of been quiet lately. He has. He's kind of. Uh, he's not posting as much as he was for that mm-hmm. two week little uh, window of time. Uh, all right. Speaking of windows of time, this one's coming to a close. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not bad, huh? Yeah, there is. That was pretty good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. Go to, uh, go to get Tess's book. Oh, I told. I promised you to be out here by one thirty, and it's later than that. My apologies. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there's Garen Cockerell. Behind Video Village, the Bomb Cyclone, Elliot Hochberg, the Andrew Matt Belknap, our friend Tess Rafferty, I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.